This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Here's the toll-free studio line if you want to give us a call. Give us a call when we're live on the air at the following number, 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210. And uh, Benjamin is on the line. Hi, Benjamin. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing good. What's up, Benjamin? Nothing much, man. I just, uh, had, a, I just had to speak about the whole thing about the, how 9-11 and how you brought it up to Trump. Well, I was doing, uh, I think what you're talking about, I was doing uh, a regular thing we do at that time called Today in Sound Clips. Oh, yeah. Whatever you did in your thing, but I so happened to hear it, and I had to speak about it. So, I mean, is it good to be on the air, or are we just recording it? No, we're on the air. No, 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 we're on the air. I know you're on the air. No, no, you're on the air, too. This is live. (laughs) Right, we oh. I played so today. Uh, okay, uh, today is the 19th anniversary of the 9/11 attacks, and I, you know, thought that as part of today at Sound Clips, we we'd go back 19 years and listen to some of the some of the coverage that was going on uh, yeah, when and, that happened. And it, and it, it was very tragic, and I uh, my heart goes out to everybody that for being in El Paso because I'm in El Paso. Yeah. And I, uh, my heart goes out to everybody that was in those tragic, uh, everything that happened tragically in, in those things. But it had nothing to do with uh, the Trump. Well, I think there was a segue in there somewhere, Benjamin. Like I finished talking two, about yeah, the 9-11 thing and then went on, went on to the other sound clips. Well, eh? I, I won't. But I understand that. But I just say. No, you right. don't. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. I don't think you do. Well, it, it, Please, please educate me and, and, and say where I'm wrong. The, the, the segment is called Today in Sound Clips, where Buzz plays sound clips from a variety of topics. And he happened to go from 9-11 into other clips about Trump. The clips about Trump didn't have anything to do about 9-11. They just oh, happened well, to come one after the next. Well, well again, I, I appreciate you guys for educating me. Okay. Yeah. No, there was no. I. I wasn't trying to connect the two things. It was just you know. That's just the way. Here's the first thing. Played. Here's the second. I had some other sound clips that we just didn't have time for that that weren't related to. You know, I, I, I want to say they weren't related to politics, but almost everything is related to politics. Well, of course, of course. But I just say it's like uh, being a uh, uh, an un, un, uneducated person, <laughs> and then well, you don't say. I, I don't think you're an uneducated person, Benjamin. Well, but, uh, but being an educated person, listening to your broadcast, it, what I listened to, and in which I was held on hold for, just to speak my mind. Yeah. I mean, you know, like everybody has a mind, and there's a great thing about America is that we all have our mind to speak. And then I'm, I'm, I'm using your platform yes. and your... Uh, and you're very welcome to it. And, well, of course, because uh, I'm... I listen to you guys every morning. I appreciate every time that. I'm driving to work, and you guys do a great job. You and and uh, everybody and uh, on that. Well, listen, but, Benjamin, and we love you for it. We really do. Well, I, I do. I do appreciate it, but 
the that those those uh, that uh, a montage of of, of uh, the words that you said and, and how they worked into one another is like you're you are um, I, I felt and like I said my feelings are nothing but my feelings mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? I don't speak for nobody else but myself but the way how it how it played out and uh, that that uh, the sound clips that you use. And everything that you used, and the way I heard it in my vehicle while I was driving to work, it just seems like uh, a very, uh, very well put together. Oh, well, thank you. I, I mean, I Again, kind of made. I mean, yeah, you guys do a very good job. You guys yeah. work very hard at what you do and how you do it. All right, Benjamin, but I pr- I appreciate but, it. I, I, but like I said. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt your. Broadcast no, no. And, listen, your call is super important to us. It really is. No, I, I appreciate it. Okay. But I'm just saying is that uh, you guys have done a great job. You guys are doing a great job, and I understand. It, but like I said, I don't want to downplay the 9/11 with what we're going on right now with this political 20 uh, 20. Uh, crap that's going on yeah. right now. Well, that that wasn't the intention. I mean, the first story was, hey, this is the anniversary of 9-11. Let's revisit that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, maybe I should have put a period in there. Moving on, the president defended yeah. it. Yeah. Go into it like that. Okay. Oh, listen, right, okay. Be- all right, Benjamin, listen, great talking to you. Have a great weekend, okay? Oh, well, what do you mean, have a great weekend? I'm having a, I'm having a great talk with my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way. Both uh-huh. of our weekends are getting started because I've had a great talk with you. I love oh, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm having a great conversation with the, the Buzz Adams morning show. Right. Uh, like, We're having a great conversation with Benjamin. I would, I would never have this... I, I would never <laughs> thought that I would have this talk with you. That, it's real nice. You know, you know what? One of these days, maybe we'll meet up. We'll do it in person. How about that? Uh, oh, my God. Buzz, you never know. <laughs> We've probably, we probably already met in the past. Probably. We don't know. Yeah, we probably <laughs> been in line at the same grocery store. Who knows? All right. Thanks, Benjamin. All right. You guys have a good day, guys. Yep. Thank you, Benjamin. Okay. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll see you. Okay. Okay, bye, buddy. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere, huh? That dude is going to work. Yeah, I was going to say, should he be on the road? No, 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 no. I think Benjamin's just excited. Okay. I'm so glad it went that way because from my interaction with him, it did not sound like it was going to end up this happy. Well, I think, it, I mean, he called up, I think, pretty upset because he thought we were somehow relating yes, Trump to 9-11. He was a little upset. And, oh, I've got clips of stuff Trump said on 9-11. They're very, dis- I mean, I could look those, those up like for you. if you want me to. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, but, but I totally could if that's where we're going. <laughs> this uh, educational portion of the show, I uh, check all the facts. The, the more dubious I am, the more I check the facts <laughs> to make sure that they're right. But I think all of these check out, so we're good to go with the following information. Random fact number one. Former presidents get free postage for life. Wow. Oh, interesting. I knew that. Uh, and I learned this like in government class at some point that congressmen and senators get what's called franking privileges. And I know that sounds like free hot, free hot dogs. Free what it sounds like. No, franking privileges. Oh. Are, you, they get to send all the mail they want for free, which is how they send out like all their campaign stuff. And But for a president, it, it goes for life. 
unfortunately, President Trump uses Twitter, so I don't know how much he's going to uh-huh. save on free postage since Twitter's for free. Random fact number two. Michigan was the last state where police or police informants were allowed to have sex with prostitutes during investigations. What year? I haven't gotten to the year yet. Oh, so. that's, that's what you started no, with. Michigan was the oh, final okay. state oh. where cops were allowed to have sex with prostitutes during investigations. That policy ended in 2017. Damn. I guess it used Whoa. to be a fairly common thing. If you wanted to bust prostitution, so prostitution had to take place. So somebody had to go go through with it, either a police officer. All the cops or, are like, I volunteer tribute. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some of those Life on the Street <laughs> shows. Oh. It's not as glamorous as you might think. <laughs> well, at least if you're over on the corner of Fork, you don't have to worry about teeth. <laughs> and random fact number three. This is the one that I really I really got stuck on thinking, wait, can that be true? And sure enough, it is, according to Business Insider. So here's your random fact. Flights today on airlines take longer than they used to. Let that simmer for a second. Flights today take longer than they used to. We ain't in no hurry, man. We cruising, baby. I I Maybe guess because we have safety procedures now. They're like before they're <laughs> right? like anything goes. You know, light it up, buddy. Throttle down. <laughs> no, they're talking. To, they're talking about the in the air flight. But here's oh. here's what it says: A flight from New York to Houston is almost four hours now. In 1973, the same flight, well, different plane, but the same New York to Houston was two and a half hours. So why is it an hour and a half longer? Conserve fuel. Bingo. Oh. Part of the reason is oh. because airlines now fly slower. To save on fuel cost, yeah, I do that. I do the flight to Dallas into either Love or uh, Dallas Fort Worth, DFW. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I was like, "Shouldn't we? Shouldn't this trip be faster?" I mean, is my phone keeps getting smaller and more computer stuff on it. Why is the plane not going? <laughs> Where they fa- you know what I mean? Down. <laughs> Apparently, they're slowing down. Although I don't know, it seems like it's about the same as. As as from here to uh, Dallas, it's about an hour forty five, and it seems like that's what it is still. But I guess airlines are are flying slower uh, to save on fuel costs. Do you think that's because we don't have any new pilots and they're just getting older? And it's like when you're on the road, you know how old people just kind of slow down, <laughs> like on they the can road. barely see yeah, over the like, steering yeah. wheel. Yeah. Like, they got the they got that beaded uh, car seat cover. Yeah. Remember those things? They got the. A bunch seat. of weird bobbleheads all over the dash. Seatbelts stuck out the door, dry, dragging <laughs> along behind the play. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let me, uh, let me listen to this restaurant hack. Ooh, okay. Love these. You, you know of restaurant hacks? Yeah, there's always like some little hacks that you can use. <laughs> okay. Like a like a secret menu item, I guess you could consider that. Oh, hack, I was thinking right? of hacks like yeah, if you order instead of getting like the barbecue bacon burger, you get the bacon on the side. It ends up being cheaper. Is that just me? That does. Like that. <laughs> wait, wait. That how do you do it? Cheap again? or what frugal? <laughs> That's a solid hack, is what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes like you, if you look at the menu, you'll find out it's cheaper to get you know something on the side instead of getting just it. get the regular burger and then uh-huh. put it on yourself. You're hey, welcome. before I before I get to the to the uh, food the restaurant hack, do you remember Adam Sandler said and and we thought he was joking at the time uh-huh. that if he didn't get nominated 
for precious, uh, what, what was it called? Uncut, Uncut gems. gems. Precious, Uncut gems. If he didn't get nominated, he was going to get his revenge by making the worst Adam Sandler movie of all time. Apparently, he that wasn't it, right? an idle threat <laughs> because one of one of my you know regular uh, <laughs> listeners that sends me emails sent me the preview for Hubie Halloween. Girl, I'm gonna watch that. Have you seen the preview? <laughs> I've seen the trailer. Yeah. How dumb does it look? It looks awful. Right. I'm totally going to watch it. It looks like if somebody did a parody of an Adam Sandler movie and somehow got Adam Sandler to star it's in It's like the, if that guy who parody. did the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air trailer, but it, it was bad. Uh, so here's here's a preview from Hoobie Halloween, which I guess Sandler still got that net, Netflix deal, so it's probably yep. coming out on Netflix. Yes, it is. All right, so Adam, I had to watch that like three times because I could not understand a word Adam Sandler was saying. Yeah, it's real bad. I was trying to like trying to do Bill Murray from Caddyshack. Right. So it's Along one of these with Bobby Boucher, but a little like, Bobby yeah. Boucher and some little Nicky in there. <laughs> it's like if both of them just got the bad part of everything. Uh, yeah, this this looks dreadful. It it does have. Uh, some of the people that we know through the years who've been on sure. Saturday Night Live. Maya Rudolph is... I don't know Maya Rudolph. I'd love to meet her, but... By the way, was that Jul- Julie Bowen? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. From uh, Modern, Family. Modern Family and Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh-huh. She played the love interest in, in Happy Gilmore, so she's back in this. But, uh, yeah, it looks like Sandler is making good on, on making the intentionally <laughs> worst movie Ever. Good for him. But you know what? It's a Halloween movie. It's part of Netflix and Chills. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're calling it? My, fam- yeah. my family will probably end up watching it, too. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Did it? Did any, Did you guys ever go see Uncut Gems? No. Yeah. No. Did you like it, Brandon? I thought it was a great movie. It was great, but it was like super dark yeah. and really depressing. I totally understand what you meant when you were like, I saw it once. That's enough. Yeah, there oh, are movies really? like that. It's like, it's a great movie, but I don't want to see it again. Okay, so That's me with, like, Mystic River. I thought it was great. Yeah. Never kind of want to see it again. The way that it's shot, especially the beginning, with how much there's stuff going on, and you can never, like, it's, it's not so hectic on and, one person. Like, it, it caused anxiety almost. I'll tell you who I was impressed with. Yes, I was impressed uh, with Adam Sandler, but he is a professional uh, actor, a successful professional actor. I was impressed with Kevin Garnett. I thought he did really good playing himself in that in that movie. Um, so here's a guy talking about how he gets free food every day of the year, oh. and here's here's how he's explaining that. That is impressive. Wow. Yeah, but really most sleazy. of that's contingent on you buying something. I mean. The free dessert one, it, you don't just go in and get a free dessert and have it's a box the it up. It's with the purchase of an entree. the purchase of an entree, usually. So maybe something like Benihana's honors every birthday. But but also, I don't know, it's dishonest, <laughs> for one thing. Well, we he would does do say it, at the beginning. We would do awful. it. Yeah, we would do it every now and then where we would jokingly say, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. Just because they didn't, because, you know, it's one of those places typically where it's like the... Saddle up! Like when you're Texas Roadhouse, and they, they don't want that happy, attention Happy, happy birthday! Yeah. Happy, happy birthday! Yeah, I hate that. that, that when I was a server, listen, that there, was the most annoying thing ever. There's no cheesecake so good that anybody would want to sit through that. Nobody yeah. enjoys that. It's not worth the dessert for the most <laughs> part. We but would I guess if you, have no sh- the person. if you have no shame. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know 
uh, I know somebody who who does that when you're out with them. Like they don't tell you ahead of time, hey, play along. They just do it. It's just like, oh, it's as and they'll as pick it's part it. of the somebody's funny part. Birthday, mm-hmm. right? They'll say it's somebody's birthday. <laughs> Has this person ever said it's yours with no heads up? And you're like, oh, I, it, I guess it is. They tried it with me, and I was like, it. My birthday is in June. <laughs> oh, so you don't play along once, no. and they realize, ah, oh, he's not going to do it. I, no, never pick him again. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Brandon's got a little bit about uh, singles. Brandon is no longer single himself, so he's not in the singles club. But it looks like singles are starting to lower their standards. So oh, that's yeah. good news for the rest of us. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a recent survey that was done. That uh, it said the two out of three single people on dating apps say that they have lowered their standards wow. because of the pandemic. <laughs> the main reasons are they haven't liked being alone while they're quarantining, and they're getting more worried about actually finding a relationship. Look, we're in a pandemic. A relationship is the last thing on my list. Yeah, right. I, that's what I was thinking. Instead, lowering your standard, I think most people are just deciding to try and survive to, well to forego <laughs> dating you know it's just like okay well this is going if on anything, it's my excuse to stay home and, and not try to meet people if anything it has raised my standards like do I want to go into this revolution with this person yeah, right. yeah. not to mention I want to go into the end of times with you this could person be, yeah this could be your apocalypse partner exactly yeah. do you want to be stuck with that person if we end up doing another lockdown is this person <laughs> hunker worthy yeah exactly would you be willing to hunker down which what is very close there? to settling down so hunkering <laughs> <laughs> it's in the yeah, I saw hun- I saw hunkering in another headline Dr. Fauci says we, we might, hunker we down. Need, we need to hunker down for fall and winter. It's like maybe that's we've been why hunkering. We have a pandemic. <laughs> we've been hunkering. Yeah, right. but we're in a pandemic. But also, it's almost cuffing season. So maybe that's why people are like, oh, "Look, it's almost cuffing season." Yeah, so yeah. people are doubling up. Like, oh, geez. Well, uh, good luck if you're out there trying to make it on the dating scene. But I, I feel like a lot of people have just kind of taken a time out on the whole dating. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. So what are you going to watch with Nico later? I don't know. We started watching Mandalorian yesterday. Wait, how did you know I was going to watch something with Nico later? Because as I'm walking down the hallway, I hear you go, no, that's cool. You don't have to come in today. You can stay in bed. But if you do, you have to do something with me later. Oh. Like you're blackmailing him to Dang. hang out with you. Yeah, just like to watch something that's not Blue Bloods. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's a good blackmail right there. I don't understand why he's so obsessed with it. Nico's secretly super right wing, man. There you go. Maybe uh, he has a big thing for Dunning Wahlberg. He's got the hairline of a 65-year-old. He <laughs> might as well watch the shows that a 65-year-old yeah. watches. There you go. Uh, British actress Diana Rigg died yesterday. We hmm. talked about it toward the end of the show, but she played Lady Tyrell on Game of Thrones. Oh, she was great. And that... Her death scene was one of the highlights of the last two seasons. I, yeah. I don't know oh, yeah. It was in the very last season. But, you know, as it was winding down. Tell Cersei it was me. Yeah, that was a very oh. great scene. She also played secret agent Emma Peel on TV in the 60s in The Avengers. I'm going to regret this. What is the uh, tell Cersei it was me thing? Oh, so she ended up... When they went and they took over, yeah, she killed the evil somebody. Somebody poisoned Joffrey, and they pinned it on Tyrion, Uh who's Peter Dinklage. Uh 
but it was her. And but so as she's, as she's getting ready to die, she's like, let her know it was me that killed right. her son, is what she's saying. Oh, right? That's pretty cool. Who killed, who killed Lady Tyrell? Um, remember, uh, no, the brother did, and he gave her like a poison. So, because she asked, oh, it was, yeah, it was, um, I can't remember his name right now. Golden Hand Lannister, the other one, the other one, Tywin, Tyrion, no, Jamie, Jamie, there we go, oh. <laughs> Jaime. <laughs> yeah, so what he does, and she asks, like, will it be painless? And he said, I made sure of it. And she says, good. And then she drinks the vial, and that's when she says. And then tell Cersei, Cersei it was me. Well, because she starts out the statement by saying, she's like, don't want it to be the way that your son died. Just all frothing around like that. And terrible. painful. And, and, yeah. yeah. A, par- oh. a terrible. I didn't mean for it to be Wait, like that. Did Lady Tyrell know that Joffrey was Jamie's son? God, such a nerd. <laughs> did she know that? That Jamie oh, was the father the, of the siblings that were doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah she knew. Um, like it was, it was a, everybody knew. Like everybody in the kingdom kind of knew, right? Yeah, everybody oh. in the kingdom knew. So that's why. Because remember when she even says that, um, she even says that to uh, Tywin at one point. Like, let's not lie. We all know what your son's been doing. Um, when they were talking about having them get married the her son who was with the other Baratheon. Uh yeah, she was eighty two, Diana Rigg, when she uh passed away. And really that that performance was one of the great performances on Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. Show. It was honestly, yeah. Just the way that she does it, like I hate to die like your son. <laughs> Boaming um, and biting and spitting from the mouth, like ugh. Oh, and so they poison her. Yeah, and she drinks. But it. but okay, she gets okay. him. She she says, he promises her that it's a it's painless. Like okay. this isn't going to be a painless uh-huh. death. Yeah. So then, here, this is what she says. She goes, God dang, oh, pretty dope, right? Oh, just that Chills. scene. Everyone's yeah, like, I got, <gasps> I got goosebumps right now. I, like, I did too, and I, I wanted to watch know it. it was me. Oh, she's such a great. And then that old, do you remember the old lady from Comic-Con that dressed up as her? She was in a wheelchair and she dressed up as Olena Tyrell and just held a sign that said, tell Cersei. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, Will Smith posted pictures from the upcoming French, Fresh Prince reunion. Now, don't get the reunion confused with the gritty reboot. Right. They're different things. And the Fresh Prince reunion is going to be on HBO Max. One of the pictures shows <gasps> a one-on-one sit-down between Will and the original Aunt Viv, oh, Janet Hubert. What? Dude, yeah. But they're smiling, so they're let's hold. They're not killing each yeah. other. But I, I guess Janet Hubert left the show because she considered, you know, like this kid, and she'd been on Broadway. Like, she she, she didn't like that she was second fiddle. Second fiddle. To Will Smith, or that Will Smith. I thought it was that he wouldn't back her up for a raise. I, I think it might have been a bunch of different factors, but but she left, and it it was not friendly, and mm-hmm. she has never participated in any Fresh Prince stuff. Ever. I think this is the first time, but yeah, because the last time they all met together, she wasn't invited. So probably this time, Will actually invited so her. So Will is sitting down with the original Aunt Viv. I'm excited. So there is tea <gasps> to be spilt. This is coming out, I believe, around Thanksgiving. Yeah, around Thanksgiving is when God. they say they're going to be releasing it. It's HBO Max? Yes. Yeah, HBO oh. Max. Exciting. 
You know, I I subscribe to HBO and I still haven't figured out how to get HBO Max. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how to do it. I wish they would send some instructions. Get it I'll... through your Hulu. I got so frustrated. I spent eighty dollars buying all of the Harry Potter movies because someone was like, "It's on HBO Max." Can like, you write that down for though. me? Sure. Get it through my Hulu. Get it through your Hulu. And you're sure that'll work? Yep. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, as we're getting into the swing of the weekend, we've got live comedy back at the comic strip, and fingers crossed that everything is uh, gonna. I think I think they've got all the boxes ticked. So uh, joining us this morning. Uh, comedian John Stringer. John Height, you've been here a number of times. It's great to see you again, one buddy. One of my favorite spots in El Paso. Last, Thank time, you for last me. time you were here, you brought your, your charming wife, and we bonded <laughs> over our shared love of 90, 90 Day, Day Fiance. Day Fiance. <laughs> she just took the show over she in did. a way that grown men's eyes sparked up. Like, you guys were so excited to know mm-hmm. that someone else could return the love of that I'm show. I'm a little upset because Buzz has kind of stopped watching it. I keep asking him. He's like, oh, I got it all on my DVD. I, I got him DVD. And there's so <laughs> many spinoffs. They're, my favorite show is the show where you're watching... People watching, <laughs> people watching, watching the original, and 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 then they're judging. They're just like, ha ha, look at them, like these well-established couples. And I feel like all those couples are, I, you know, weeks away from figuring out it's not going to work. I call it the ninety-day expanded fiance verse. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops. They found out you throw more wrinkles and layers to this, people are still going to watch. So yeah, let's beat this horse. Yeah, there, there's a thing when you meet somebody else that that watches Ninety Day Fiance. It's like it's like meeting a long lost relative. <laughs> oh, me too. No, no, it's driving a car that's on its last leg, and then seeing someone at the red light across from you, like same car. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. We both. Yeah, it takes some warming up, and you have to air that one tire up every day. Alvin Williams is here also. Hi, Alvin. Hi, I am here. Great I, to have you. Are you? <laughs> and this is a, this is a shot in the dark. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever watched an episode of Ninety Day Fiance before? I, I haven't. Yes. <laughs> He's pure. But this is this is what happens when people who watch 90 Day Fiance see each other. Like I just I just kind of go in the corner and eat. <laughs> I'm like one of these days I'm gonna pick up and like just jump right in. <laughs> well, I I can't surprise speak. everybody with can't details. Beat Nobody Join would know. Yeah. I, I can't speak for John. I can't speak for Brandon. But it's not a thing that I'm particularly proud no. of. No, <laughs> that I like no. 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> It's a it's a gross thing you can only admit. It's like you're drinking buddies. It's like, yeah, if one of us stopped watching it, it would be weird and we'd stop hanging out with that mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. Uh Brandon, you you I, like I say I've got a few months backed up. You you what's going on now? They're back with Colt. Oh, That's the guy with the cats who lives uh, with his mother. Yeah. I can't period. The way that he talks and sets up, you know what I mean? Like he's so expressive he's so with his smart. face, and his, like, he's just, uh, and his eyebrows. He's trying to do like no, smoldery and, eyes, no, right. and, and it's like and he's you're the, a nerd. Oh, <laughs> the word like like uh, I, I think it's Mulaney that makes the joke. John Mulaney, he says, "I look like a 30 year old that was kept in a room until right now and released." <laughs> that looks like a guy that was not allowed to work out and could only eat cereal. Like but that's what he. Brandon was telling me apparently that guy Colty. Uh, like sends D pics to all the Ted, women. Yep, just <laughs> slanging, slanging felonies. That's that, Colty. That came out Colty. in a fight with his current chick, where she's like, she's like, you're like this. You wake up, you have your coffee. Hi, here's my penis. Uh, <laughs> uh, what happened to the first girl that he brought in from like Colombia, Brazil, or wherever? She she's, ended up going to she jail. Roped a dude to pay for a boob job and a nose job. She did what? So she started dating another guy. 
in the States. Are they still following her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this you in the corner right yeah. now? <laughs> Alvin is checked out. He's just like, oh, boy. No, no what's happening now is um, John's wife always told me I'd be a great character on 90 Day Fiance. Well, you got you got to find somebody from a foreign country well, to I'm, bring over. So that's, that's what I'm trying to figure deal. out. Like, is this is this an insult? Like, I don't <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to piece it together. It, it, <laughs> I, I think it is kind of an insult in, a I little bit, maybe. How many, how many have truly succeeded? There have been a few. There are a few couples that you're like, they're cute. They're, they're the adorable. Ones that are on there's Pelotalk. that like, yeah. There's that chubby, exactly. the chubby guy and the and the and the Asian lady. They're I don't know where she's. She's. She, I would they're love to have trucking. them as neighbors. Yeah, they're like, they, it's like adorable. they adorable. Yes, I and they really seem happy with each sincerely, other. sincerely, and they tease each other. Like, That's the exception. Yes, not the rule. Precisely. She she looked over at her or not. I guess that's her husband now. The the chubby guy with no hair and she she was looking at an infant and looked at him and she said, "You look just like that baby." And grabbed his fat. <laughs> he loved it. Like that is that is love. I want to talk to Alvin and and John also, but Alvin, uh, when when this pandemic, you know, I you guys have heard there's a pandemic on. Right? I've heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What if we were like, what? <laughs> you guys were doing cruise ship work, which is which yeah. is a good gig from every comic that I've ever talked about says that is a good a good gig to have on it. It is as a cruise ship. So mm-hmm. how how did it go down? What happened? Oh man. Um it was March thirteenth for me. Uh that's when the initial order went down to shut down the ships. And I am lucky I was in my own country at the time. Like I was in Seriously. Miami. There were some comics who were on ships. And got Stuck. stranded. Yeah. Stuck. I was in Miami, and I got a phone call, and they said, um, we need you to leave the ship. Uh, you have 30 minutes to pack up your room and, and go. And I was not expecting. Oh, wait. To- you were in the States, but you were you were. On the ship. Yes. Yeah. We so were, it was we were about to leave. We're, we're talking oh. with 30 minutes before it left. And I, I'm i just one of the people who got off right <laughs> when the order happened. And I was so angry at the time. I'm like, you're kicking me off. Like, I, I was upset. And then, like, <laughs> three months later, I'm seeing people were, like, still on the ships and stuff and hadn't gotten to go home. It totally went Lord of the Flies. Everybody's got sharpened sticks yeah. trying to fend off for Was food. that energy not there? <laughs> Who's the one like, dude with glasses? Yeah. As comics, <laughs> we couldn't mentioned the pandemic at least on every ship i was on they said don't talk about it so it was this it was this heavy palpable thing in the room and you could just be like how's everyone doing and every i mean (laughs) we're shoulder yeah we are shoulder to shoulder (laughs) breathing on each other's necks and uh, and uh, yeah it just i did my shows and i was i was right up front i was like after this you will not see me outside for handshakes i'll be gone (laughs) we meet about would you say two thousand people a week yeah. on the ships like we're meeting ships and everybody yeah. is kind of vying for your time your free time you're just walking to grab right, a cup because of coffee you're, you're on the ship together they yeah. recognize you as the and comic so and they want to nice. hang out it is so yeah. awesome uh, but but you you are you are stopped and held front like you just want to go get coffee that's going to take you two hours before yeah. you can sneak back to your cabin and never come out again. Were, like, were, were you guys on one of the ships where like fraternizing with the with the uh, customers was d- Encouraged or discouraged? Uh, there's an element of selling the show. There's definitely an element of creating a buzz about your show and buzz, yeah. ha- and then filling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you getting out there and saying, "Hey, I got a show later." That's encouraged, but fraternizing, nah. You- well, okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, yeah, mo- most of the ships are like no fraternizing, but then there's there's certain ships where um, the uh, customer base is 
Um, I, the way I was I was told uh, the customer base is the average age was 72 years old mm. and their parents. <laughs> like that. <laughs> On those ships, it's almost like, yeah, we're not, we don't care, but you're probably not going to fraternize. Anyway, yes. So they don't have any rules per se. No. I went on one cruise, and it was 20 years ago. Oh. And it was my girlfriend's <laughs> idea, and I thought it was just the, the just what you were talking about. It's for old people. Mm-hmm. I had more fun that week that I think I've ever had. And, I, you know, I was with a girlfriend. It's a good time. So I was, yeah, it, it is a good time. Uh, but that's a part of it. There are older folks, but there's also a lot of Europeans and the guys wear speedos. <laughs> yeah. But let me let me tell you when when I when it's I called confidence. the Germans especially it's called like, confidence. Yes. I was. I'm going to the, by the pool. I'm going to wear my speedo today. <laughs> Give yeah. these people a present. That's, when it's a human body, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Well, you know, March 13th, like that was in the heart of spring break, and I was I was on the party cruise, like we we do uh, the sky. Yeah, yeah, and that's like a, like like a spring group. break party oh, cruise yes. with college age kids. They group. find the hairiest man, <laughs> and they do this contest for the hairiest, wooliest human being, and they get them down to the least clothes possible, and they just pose like they're modeling, and that is a that's held in high regard. The hair, I think they call it king of the jungle or something <laughs> crazy. These men embarrass themselves, but then for the rest of the tour, they get to like wear a they hat or some kind. Yeah, yeah, something showing, hey, I'm the king of the jungle, everybody. Yeah. It, it's a it's a weird thing. People humiliate themselves because it's it's spring break for kids. I mean, for adults, that's all it is. It's like you put Disney World on a boat and give them a bunch of alcohol. I found. Wait, are we talking about college break for kids for real? A hundred percent. Sky is just amazing. What is sky? It's a Norwegian sky. Yeah, Uh, we're talking about a specific ship. I don't know if we're allowed to. It's great. It's great. We loved. I mean, I loved the the uh, the cruise director and and everybody involved. They're just like young and kind of hip, and I don't know. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the times get kicked off, that wasn't it. (laughs) No, no, no. I could have done one more week. And. What did you find when you were stuck uh, oh, on land? I imagine not long after that, clubs started closing down, right? Venues oh, no, it was all down. immediate. I forgot we got stuck on land. <laughs> like, this is my life now. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the place, yeah, when, when, when uh, this all started. So I was March 15th, I was on a ship, and it was a 24-hour, like, up and down emotional roller coaster because they're like, we got to send you home today. And I was like, man, there was a three week contract. I was looking forward to the money. I was already counting it. Mm-hmm. And then they, that 24 hours later, they're like, hey, we can't, if you don't leave, we can keep you here for up to a month and a half. Right. I was like, pay. yes. Would they have to pay you for a month? Oh and my a half? God, yes. Yeah. And so I was looking at that total. I was like, yeah, I can not be home for six weeks for that <laughs> amount of money. And then 24 hours later, they're like, nope, it's all canceled. Yeah, Bye. That wasn't real. Hopefully we can get you home. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a weird ride home and then when I got home I got immediately uh, I think something and within men we have to be providers or we really internally if we're not being providers we feel like dumps I don't know I just felt really as soon as as soon as I wasn't contributing if we if we count comedy as contributing as soon as I wasn't I was rewarding myself with a dessert after every meal yeah. does that make sense I was eating those feelings yeah I, I was having like uh, fruit loops uh, with frost, uh, like with marshmallows, yeah. and afterwards I'd be like, you know, it'd be good a cupcake. Like I was just, <laughs> and I got up to two hundred and thirty pounds. 
like like straight quarantine weight, just yeah. fat, disgusting. Looks you know like when you have to put your yeah. shoes on at a different angle. You don't look different no, I, from the last time I, I saw I, you. I took it off. Like now, I got I got my first. I'm 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 in I think current generation, but I got wireless headphones, and now I just walk around my neighborhood like a weirdo. I heard some hours and hours it, calling it the COVID fifteen. So it sounds like yours was more like I doubled it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost yep. weight. We both. Like yeah. lost weight doing this this whole thing. Like so. that's another thing about the ships. Yeah. You have access to buffets of endless mm-hmm. deep fried deliciousness, and yeah. so the caloric intake is never ending. Like as I recall, there's a like the dining thing is a big deal. It's a huge table, and there yep. are other people, and you meet strangers. You're not you're not. Oh necessi- no, that was 20 years ago. Now that's not the case. Not anymore. the case anymore. Full on restaurants of any genre you can imagine. Oh, like really? you can go and get uh, fresh rolled sushi right in front of you. You can go and get the. Uh, you know oh. the big flat grills where they like make like a Benihana. Bulk? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they got that. I mean, anything you can think of now is available. And mm-hmm. when you're on a ship and you have as much downtime as we do, because we perform, and then for seven days we are guests, and so I was confusing what, boredom one, with hunger. You ninety percent of the time. Well, no, no. I mean, some ships you'll have one or two performances in a week, and they keep you on the ship. For I the thought whole you time. guys had something every. So different with these ships. It depends on the ship. Yeah, like Carnival works you. Carnival will make you do five shows in three days or two days. Like they'll they'll use you while you're there. I got a question. Go ahead. So there there were a couple of different venues when I was on. There's one that's like a big like like a small theater, but but theater. You know, seats maybe five hundred. Maybe I'm overestimating. Oh no, we have some that seat twelve hundred. Yeah. Like there's some really big ships out there. And, but then there were also, and this is usually where they had a guy who's playing like Jimmy Buffett songs on an acoustic guitar. That was lounge. like a like a lounge type of thing. Three so, four hundred seats. Yeah, that's we right. perform in both. Both of them. Yeah, okay. yeah. It just All really right. depends on the ship. Uh, Carnival is known for just like go. It's like the smash and grab fun. Like it's a younger demographic, and comedy on those is the only thing to go to. So that four hundred room lounge that they use is shoulder to shoulder packed. We had for about every show. We had like Olymp former Olympic ice skater, like an ice capade show. Right. On the wow. Ship that I was on. It's on Royal. Yeah. That's yeah. Royal. Royal has the <laughs> ice, ice skating rink. That must have been what I was on. Yeah. Royal. What? Have you seen what's your favorite production? Because I I saw six, Vegas. and that is my favorite production. Six is a musical, and it's about uh, um, oh my god, that the six wives of. I already like it. Ah, <laughs> wow! No, nope, I blew it. All right, it's the, like the King and Beyonce again. One hundred and one Arabian Nights. Oh, no, seven no, no, brides it's, for seven brothers. I blew it. It's like it's like. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I got to take a break, so yeah. that'll give you like five minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll look that up. Actually, okay. it's fantastic. Uh, if you're the El Paso, Wives of Henry VIII. Yes, I was gonna say Henry VIII, but it sounded made up. So it was written. That by, seems like an awful lot of beheading for a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> do, do your break, but it's actually pretty phenomenal. Is was it, it the the Merry Wives of Windsor? No, no, it's the it's the, the Six the Wives Henry of Henry VIII. It's and, called Six. Yeah. So and it's modernized and like it, Henry had six wives because he would like behead them and have them killed and yeah. ship them off and that yeah, sounds so, amazing. Yeah, it's more his story than actually yeah. what he accomplished. Is it the, a comedy? Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's actually hysterical. Yeah, wow. but it's very factual and I don't know. I learned so much. All right, uh, <laughs> sorry I brought it up. Come, come, <laughs> listen, we're gonna come back more with John Stringer, more with Alvin Williams. 
And you can see both comics tonight and through the weekend. Or is there a Sunday? Yes. Yeah, okay, so Sunday uh, it's our, it's the first weekend back, guys, and yeah. it's Thursday yeah. through Sunday. Uh, last night was one show, but we have two shows tonight, two shows on Saturday, seven thirty and nine thirty, and then one at seven thirty on Sunday. Look, they're definitely going to have some some spaces and tables and stuff. So make sure you know yeah. you might Get, want to call ahead. Make sure you grab on the, the list. T- yeah, I think people are excited about the opening weekend. We're we're competing against NFL and everything, but we filled up a pretty. I mean, for a Thursday last night was pretty full. I know the rest of the week is going to be pretty packed, so get those tickets you now. You get your tickets and find out like who else is coming in the in the coming weeks. You can do all that at laughtonight.com. Oh, big names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're stacking it up. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, live comedy returns this week, and we've got a good one with Alvin Williams and John Stringer, both in town and both at the El Paso Comic Strip for two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. And a special Sunday show. All right. <laughs> Can't, uh, you know, I, I hope everything goes. There was kind of a startup and then. Yeah, false start. Know, false start yep. happened. Uh, a lot of the comics we were expected to come in didn't make it, but it looks like a lot of them are now on the schedule. Yep, for the they're put right back in the mix. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, about going back to work, has, has it picked up? Like, have you started filling in dates on your schedule? Obviously, this it, week. Yeah, it just started, and that, but still slow. Or would you say something? <laughs> the moment, no, I'd say I. And it, it, it was nothing, and then I got a weekend, and then I'm getting. You know, I, I feel like a, and I'm grateful for the club owners. I'm getting a lot of priority. Like we're opening up. We want you. We want to have you back. We want to get you on in the first month, first two months. So Great. two months filled up pretty quick. And Alvin, going good for you. It is, but it, it it's like almost a trust thing where you're just like you you mean it. You mean it <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And 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 any booking you do take, we know could be canceled. Like on yeah. both sides of yeah. the uh, of the fence, it's like we know you can't guarantee that this will go through. So there's no deposit. There's almost no contract you can sign to make it because. The country could, in 24 hours, change its mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Chingo Bling just came for vacation one weekend instead of performing at the yeah. comic strip. Yep. yep, exactly right. Came and ate dinner and then had, got to leave. That dude had a, in, in, like a 50-stop tour planned yeah. out, and then the pandemic happened. So, right. I mean, you, you, you see the everybody, there's this alternate universe, kind of like the Berenstein Bears or the Mandala effect, but yeah. I, liked, I just like to think of where we would all be if mm-hmm. everything hadn't changed. So they, we all have these parallel lives of success and happiness and thriving before the pandemic ever happened. Have you thought about that, where you I would be? absolutely have. I, it's so sad. <laughs> we, I mean, both of us, we were, we were booked for the whole year. You, we'd be fat, though. Oh, I was thinking I didn't want to Fat say that happy. loud, but yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be. You know, one thing I'm not proud of, I, I think, and I've never been a huge drinker, a social drinker, you know? Yeah. I think I started drinking a lot more at home <laughs> when this was going on. It's delicious. Yeah. 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 I got and the bartender knows yeah. exactly what you want. <laughs> <laughs> You guys football fans? Huge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Too much. Of a bad team. Detroit Lions. You're a Detroit I fan? I picked them when I was four, and I have been so loyal through the bad and worse. I'm pretty sure I told you that last time I was here, <laughs> well, but it's a sad affair. There must I'm have like been a GM. player that you really liked. I'm trying to no, figure it, out. Barry it was Sanders. The, well, yeah, of course. Barry Sanders is like, he's my Michael Jordan, but I liked them based on Lions. The yeah. mascot was all I needed. They were blue, <laughs> they were silver, and they were Lions. My yeah. absolute favorite animal, and coincidentally, my spirit animal, if uh-huh. you're into that 
that hippie nonsense. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, just seeing them, I was loyal. I saw them on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, those you can colors, always see them on you can always Detroit. See them, and you from can see there, them lose every Thanksgiving. Every yeah. <laughs> our our team motto is this is our year. Every year though, every year it's this year. He uh, has so much loyalty though. Oh man, every article that is posted, I'm on it. But I just wanted I want to be like you deserve better. I do. <laughs> they should be better to me, but it, it's an abusive relationship where I'm like you don't know them like I know them. It's different when it's just us. What what was like when was the last time people were excited like Wayne Fonts must have been coach back the last No, no, <laughs> no. Megatron. This, they made it to the playoffs. Remember Jim Schwartz oh, tried to fight Harbaugh after yeah. a handshake? That was exciting. Yeah, that We've had sure. some highlights. That uh, was your peak, you know, Yeah, we, but yeah, right now I don't know what's happening, and I, I don't have any expectations, and they're just good with me. I and Alvin, with you... the Pistons and the Tigers, everybody. Alvin, you're from Chicago. Yeah, I'm talking all this trash. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> and I, I forgot. You're marching Mitch Trubisky <laughs> out to lead a team. <laughs> Hopefully, marching Nick Foles out with yeah. a half. Yeah. On Sunday. No, yep. Mitch Trubisky was supposed to be the big. The big second overall pick after, after a decade of Jay Cutler, he was oh. supposed to come in. I see. I like. I like Trubisky. I do. I. I just. You. You can see. I've seen enough bad quarterbacking to know like this isn't going to happen. Yeah. You know? Some and things it, don't get better. Yeah, and that's fine. He's just in over his head. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all it all is. Right, so so Brandon's a producer. Uh, the girl Lisa doesn't care about football, but Brandon, not not yeah. that's not true, Lisa. All right, I'm Bra- all about football. I, day fiance, baby. Bra- yeah, I, I liked the dolphins just because when I was little, I went with as well. I liked dolphins and the color teal. So that's, that's the most wow. adorable mascot. If there had been far. a team called the Ponies, she would have liked those. Dude, because little girls. No, love ponies, ponies are scary. I was almost a Bengals fan. I just think if I would have seen that. That uniform when I was a fair. kid before Detroit. I don't know. Tiger stripes. Get out of here. Right, so, best helmets. so Brandon is from Portland, Oregon. Portland doesn't have an NFL franchise. We do not. Not with that who attitude. Do you think he's? <laughs> who do you think he's a fan of? Uh, okay. Uh, now it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. No. Uh, I feel a, there are so many El Paso Raider fans because I feel like a lot of El Paso residents don't feel like a part of Texas because you guys are so out here on a uh, an island in Texas. You guys are the edge of the. This so, is a huge cowboy town, but there are Steeler fans. Le, I feel like there are Raider more fans. Lakers fans than like Dallas Maverick fans here. I feel like there are more Dodger Oakland fans, fans than Cowboy fans. There are more Dodger fans. Yeah. That's so funny. It's just an, an interesting part of the country where. It's all over the map with who people follow. Well, they, look, the Cowboys came uh, about 20 years ago and played a scrimmage, like an inter-squad scrimmage. Filled the room. Filled uh, the Sun Bowl. That's funny. The first time that place had been filled in in living memory. They're going to have a good year, and I hate to say that. <laughs> my, my favorite day is when Detroit wins. My second favorite day is Dallas losing. Yeah. It's my... It <laughs> Because it's just the incessant trash talk on Facebook from win or lose, Cowboy fans have something to say. And for me, I'm just happy we went out and played. Like I'm supporting a little league team with Detroit, and I don't say anything. I'm like, good game, guys. And Dallas Cowboys like, we lost, but Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> now tell me this, when you, when John, you, when John, you, oh sorry, go ahead. John guessed Oakland, which is a good guess. Yeah. Uh, you want to guess? And Alvin Seahawks. guessed Seahawks, which is a good guess. A better guess. No. It was my dad's. Neither guess. one of those. No. Oh. Who, who do you like? 
New England Patriots. <laughs> oh. But get this. He's I like been a him. fan all his life. That's fantastic. Going back way before no Brady. No fair back. weather. I can, I can respect that. Well, Plus, went, this back year's to the Steve Krogan days. Yeah. It started, it started yeah. because a player by the name of... Um, of um, I'm Dan. 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 Dan Francis. Um, Russ Francis. He was a tight end for the Patriots. My dad watched him play in high school, kind of grew up with the guy, and he followed his career. So my dad became a Patriot fan, hence the reason we became Patriot fans. I, uh, I had one of their full-sized orange helmets growing up with the old... Ah, uh, the old Pat Patriot. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had an old... I don't know where I got it or how it ended up in my house, but I had a tam- uh, the, the old Buccaneers helmet. Do you know which one I had when I or was Patriots, a kid, though? Huh? Do you know which one I had when I was a kid? It wasn't Patriots. Chicago Bears. Ah, because right. I, was a big, I had one too. I was a big fan of specific players growing up too. So I loved Walter Payton and I loved, <gasps> and you're going to like this one. Bridge. I loved Barry Sanders. Yes. So but I those are the two both players. The Bears and the Lions kind of growing up. And then it just became, after that, nothing but Patriots. Because there was also a player by the name of Ben Coates and he spelt his name exactly the same way I did. So yeah. I bought that jersey and I wore it all the time. Yes. I love his reasons for liking teams. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's so much better than I like orange. Like it's that yeah. kind of <laughs> Nope, that's a reason, but when you're four, you don't know what sports is. Yeah. I don't know this. What's what's the most uh football obsessed town that you've been to? Because I'm going to throw out there that that if you go to Pittsburgh Oh, the, the black and That's yellow a, is everywhere. They, I mean, the way they support uh, their baseball team. They got a statue of Franco Harris in the airport. It's the first thing you see, you know? <laughs> no, they're dedicated. I will admit that. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, and I love Pittsburgh, the town. I love the town of Beautiful. Pittsburgh. Beautiful. Yeah. It's set into a bowl. It's got that river flowing around it. We, uh, I visited you come Pittsburgh. through a tunnel and you see like the stadium and the skyline and everything. It's a really great town. Which Batman was filmed there? Was it Forever? Or no, no, ba- no, not Forever. <laughs> Dark uh, Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. So we were there right after the shoot and they had little bat signs spray painted on a lot of the brick walls and on the ground where like they had done some shoots. Mm-hmm. So we were there right after the filming of that movie. So it was kind of cool to see those scenes before the movie came out or like see the set. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Pretty um, neat. I guess probably I, I haven't ever experienced it, but the the whole Packer fan base is really interesting. That it's yeah. the team that's owned by the fans. Yep, I have two. Yep, two personal friends that are partial owners, and it helps. I it's mean, a it helps generational them a, thing yep. too. You know, you pass your tickets on down yep. through the generations, and you know they got such a history there. So that's that's a great fan base. It is. What do you think the crappiest <laughs> fan base of right a, now? Of an NFL team. Ooh, that is a good one. Right now, New there's England. there's. <laughs> New, New England. I'm willing to admit it. I mean, I'm a fan, but man, the, the fan base gets obnoxious. You guys lost so many good players, but you have Cam, yeah. and it's hard not to be excited when you have a quarterback with all those abilities. Yeah. So I, I'm not too nervous about that. I'm trying to. What's the worst franchise? It's got to be Washington. Washington is absolute garbage in all respects. <laughs> in every every way, I'm thinking of from top to bottom, and I'm not saying the athletes. I'm fine with them, but they have no coach. They have. I mean, I'm so sorry, Rivera, but he walked into the worst possible They've got scenario. Got a big problem with ownership. I mean, and now he's dealing with ailments, and, and I hope he gets well. That's not about Ron Rivera. He's a great, great coach, but he's sick. Uh, they're they're yeah. just. That's got to be the worst, most turbulent situation out there. They don't even have a name. No. They don't have a name. The like, Washington we'll the football, football team. team. How'd you not see that that was offensive forever? <laughs> oh, this is great. So uh, my brother-in-law is a huge uh, red, uh, the former name 
yeah. a fan. Yeah, I don't want to say it. We're staying uh, away from racial slurs. But what I love, uh, they their ultimate fan site is called ultimateskins.com. And that if that doesn't sound like porn, what does? <laughs> so his whole, I used to work uh, with him, and everything in his search history is just ultimate skins, ultimate skins. Ulti- yeah, and I was like, dude, what are you looking at? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. John Stringer is here. You can see John along with Alvin Williams, both of them headliners and performing this weekend at the El Paso Comic Strip. So for everybody in West Texas, get a chance to get out and see some live comedy. It's back. And uh, next week, Willie Barcena. Woo! Willie is uh, always, I, I have this bicycle and Willie is always on my case. He he wants me to give him the bicycle. Why? It's an elliptigo. So yeah. picture an elliptical machine yep. at the gym, but with wheels on it. Yep. And, I've seen them. And he, I, I don't know, He just he's just convinced he's going to use it and get in great shape. <laughs> 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 that all I have to do is give him my, my elliptical bike. Don't laugh at his dreams. He's yeah. It's going to happen. Why are you standing between him and a slim waistline? <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate Willie? Because it's really, it, it's a good workout, but he won't use it. I just know he won't use it. He will, man. He's on the recove. You yeah. barely use it. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't even use it. I'm telling you, if he's willing to ride it back to Los Angeles, give it to him. Dude. And you, he's got to document the whole thing. Ooh. You would be like a CrossFit champ shape if you mm-hmm. rode that thing. Because it works out like your Everything. big lat muscles, yep. and it's a pretty good full body workout. And when I really see people buy those things, when I'm like, what was wrong with the original design? You know, like a bike. Like, there's so many variations. Like, when I see someone driving a three-wheel motorcycle, they lose my respect immediately. I'm like, there is a good motorcycle for you, and it's not a kid trike. Well, they don't tip over. I just lost a lot of three-wheel motorcycle fans. Yeah. Let's get to our news this morning. And with our Friday morning news headlines, here's Lisa Sanchez. Good morning, Lisa. Well, good morning. President Donald Trump and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, they're each traveling to Shanksville, Pennsylvania. They're going to be honoring the nearly 3,000 who perished in the worst terrorist attack in the U.S. history on September 11, 2001. Trump will be attending a ceremony at the Flight 93 National Memorial. They'll memorialize the 40 passengers and crew who battled hijackers above, aboard the United Airlines jet, which crashed before reaching its target. Joe Biden and his wife, Jill, they will be in New York City to attend the 9-11 Memorial Museum anniversary uh, ceremony in the morning. Then they will head to Pennsylvania in the afternoon. Vice President Mike Pence and Second Lady Karen Pence, they will be headed to New York for the 9-11 Museum ceremony and a separate event nearby arranged uh, at the Towers Foundation that will then featured the reading of the names that were killed at the World Trade Center. The 9-11 Museum, they opted out of that reading of the names traditionally uh, due to safety concerns related to the COVID pandemic. Well, next year's the 20th, so that's, you know, they're going to be a lot, you know, because the 20th anniversary is mm-hmm. a big deal, so. France and Germany, they have joined forces to help migrants from the Greek island um, Lesbos after Europe's largest refugee camp burned to the ground this week. That is very serious, but do you know what people from the island of Lesbos are called? What? Lesbians. Lesbians. No joke. That's (laughs) That's absolutely true. That's neat. (laughs) That is neat. That's what it's defined as. As I'm proud to be a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) I come from a long line of lesbians. Yes. (laughs) The Moria camp was home to 13,000 people, six times the max capacity of 2,000. More than 400 of the residents were unaccompanied children. 
Now that these people have been displaced once again, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, says he and the German government, they're going to try and get as many other European countries together as possible to get involved in resettling them. The fire was allegedly started by people upset at COVID precautions enacted at the camp. Well, I'm sure the fine lesbian people are going to do their part because they're very handy, very crafty. (laughs) They'll lick this problem. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that fruit was so accessible. Yeah. Very low. Pretty low hanging. Yeah. All right. The death toll is now up to 23 this morning in Oregon, Washington, and California. Yeah. What you got here, Stringer? Don't joke right now. I know. I'm sorry. As massive wildfires are continuing to burn in the western United States, strong winds, they've helped fuel these deadly fires, but they'll thankfully die down this weekend. But the, there is still a very high fire threat. Air quality in the areas is bad with the worst of the lung-damaging pollution. In San Francisco and Oakland, the Golden Gate Bridge was almost invisible yesterday. Mm. In L.A., the lung-damaging ozone pollution, highest reading in Southern California since 2003, and the highest for the city of Los Angeles in 26 years. Teams of anthropologists have been sent out to areas devastated by those fires so they can help with identifying bodies. More than 4,800 square miles have burned. It's more land than Rhode Island, Delaware, and Washington, D.C. combined. In Oregon on Thursday, fire officials say they're facing situations that they've never seen before in the state. Lance Lightly is the incident commander for the Oregon State Marshal Office. Yeah, my mom got evacuated, man. Like she got evacuated. Uh, not a recommendation. Like you gotta go. Yeah. No. So there's so there's three levels. You have level one, which is like be prepared just in case. Like it's it might be coming towards you. Level two is have a bag packed, be ready to go. And then level three is get out. And yesterday she hit level three. She's staying with my sister whose house is already at level two. So, so she might, she, she and your sister might have to move on they, after yeah, that. It's, I mean, it's knock on wood. Like I, yeah. I really hope it's unlikely. At what point are they going to come down here and stay with me? Because you know, everybody stays at my I'm house. I'm perfectly fine with that, man. He just said, your family comes to his house all the time. That's what I heard. Yeah. Brandon's family, but Brandon did. did Brandon yeah. lived with me for like two months. Yeah, I stayed with him for two months. But the thing that's more concerning about this, I was talking uh, to my mom on the phone as she was evacuating, and she's uh, explaining the scene to me. I even have a video of it, and as she's driving... It's just, it's that line of cars that you see. Like, oh, yeah. if you a hurricane's coming and you see that line of traffic leaving areas. That line yeah. of traffic, like you're in Independence Day yeah. trying to get out of New York. So or that's like that. And, but throughout this conversation, in about 20 minutes, she kept coughing. And oh, that is no. what is most concerning to me. Because look, if the house yeah. goes fine, she got the things out she needs. She's got, she has the photos of her family, the letters from her mom right before she died, like the important thing. She got that. But the thing that concerns me most is what's happening to her lungs. And yeah. is there any damage being uh, happening there? So Well, and that's why they're saying the lung damage right now, the pollution levels. And even uh, earlier this week in L.A., they were saying that the ash itself was toxic. That was mm-hmm. falling. So they were telling people. And then they were telling him, too, because you don't want it to blow in the wind. And you don't want the winds. But then also people, they're telling him, don't put it down the storm drains either because it's it's still toxic. So it's like, well, what are you supposed well, to do Well, let's with keep that? in yeah. mind all those firefighters and responders and everybody that's working out there. I know they have, like, filters and stuff, but still they're, they're getting, a, you know, a they're, dose. And, you know, they run into it instead of away from it. So yep. we should all keep them in mind. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is right now they're spending weeks out there. In in the the terrain dealing with this, so you're talking about spending two three weeks straight, um, just sleeping in it, working in it, and yeah, there. I mean, there's 
there's a lot of issues that are happening, which is really scary in that area. And it was not Antifa, by the way. For the love of God, <laughs> stop spreading those rumors. It was not Antifa. The police departments have come out and said, because yeah. people are posting things like, oh, there's, uh, you know, they have six people in custody from Antifa who started these fires. And the police department right after that's like, no, we don't. Like, we're like, we yeah. are telling you we don't. We don't understand where you got this information. And people still believe it. Gender reveals have started so, more fires than Antifa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, at a whopping two that. at this point. Jeez. Yeah. You're pregnant? We got to blow something up. <laughs> yeah, insane. Yeah. Right. The president is claiming he never lied to the American people, contrary to the tape statements that were made to journalist Bob Woodward. Uh, in the audio from February 7th, the president told Woodward that the virus is more deadly, quote, more deadly than even your strenuous flu. Um, here's Trump, though, discussing that audio. Hmm. He's leading us astray, so I'm going to say yes, he is correct. All right, so here is, uh, once again, February 7th, because I feel like there needs to be some context when he says there's there's no line. He was being interviewed by Bob Woodward. February 7th, I don't think anybody had died in the U.S., and it was not common knowledge that, well, there's airborne, and then there's, like, droplets. It's a respiratory virus, so this was the president talking to, and he knew he was being recorded. It's not like he... You know, got yeah. tricked into saying this or anything, but this is how the conversation went on. At February seventh, that was suspected that it was you know passed through the air that you could get it from droplets lingering in the air. There, what what wasn't known is if it would stay you know attached to dust particles and stuff like that. So the president had this knowledge, and then after that, he went out and said, "It's a hoax." It's the Democrats are trying to screw me out of the election. He said, well, he never wore a mask. He continued to have these rallies where people didn't wear masks and he didn't require them to. All right. So that was February 7th. The next uh, goes forward about six weeks, uh, mid-March. And there were 19 of these conversations over the months that took place between Bob Woodward and Trump. If we're not panicking, what's... This is leadership. What would a panic look like? How do you not see that this is leadership? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got to take a break. We'll come back with the rest of the news. But if you if you were watching Fox News on Wednesday when when the main story was oh gee the president you know said something that is ad- absolutely a lie. Fox was covering the fact that somebody had nominated him for a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> You can nominate anybody for a Nobel Peace Prize, and, and there are a lot of people who can do it. So it's it's done out of Norway. If you're a university professor in Norway, somebody in Norway nominated Trump. They probably got lifetime shrimp buffet at all Trump resorts or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. somebody nominated him for the thing. To Fox News, that was the story of the day. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Are you guys uh, proud of me? I told you yesterday I was I was I'm banning so myself right from Facebook. Yeah. Like we have a Facebook feed. We have like a couple hundred people that yeah. are chatting and then maybe a few hundred more that are watching what's going on. And uh, I don't know. This just had to be done. Like I would just get too wound up about what people were talking about. In the Facebook Dude, you were telling side. people to bleep off. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, told him, Buzz, in, stop. In, he goes, hold on. I only said that if I really, really meant it. I didn't say it lightly. It's like if we somebody brought really... that up yesterday after the show, and he goes, well, they needed to hear yeah. it. <laughs> Some people need to hear that they need to the off. <laughs>
<laughs> but you've done really good. We're proud of you. Not on, We're proud yeah. of the Facebook Congratulations. chat. Oh, Buzz, good He's job. all grown up. I know. Feels mm. good. I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm still kind of anxious about it, but... You're getting jittery? Does feel get those yeah. cold sweats, Like, maybe? I want to go if, over and see what people are saying about, like, I just trash the Adam Sandler movie. So. Yeah, <laughs> if I respond to one negative comment on anything that I post, and I st- I know I'm, I'm, I'm digging back, I'm fighting back, my heart will not stop beating rapidly for, like, hours until it's resolved. It's addictive. No, it just it, it gets me, me excited. Yeah, it's like yeah. pre-fight. It's just like, hey, and you, you want to you want to check it out. Well, what did this guy say now? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. How am I gonna? Zing My him body back? only knows how to process <laughs> because I don't get mad at people, and when I'm mad, I'm like, I don't know these feelings. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, all right, Lisa, what else is happening today I don't in the know news? These feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm angry and I don't know how to do it. Uh, I just don't like being angry. It's very uncomfortable. Anyone that makes me angry, that makes me angry. It's like, hey, you've made me angry. Now I'm real mad. You'd be the weirdest Hulk ever. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's so weird. I, I just don't let people get to me, and then when I do, I'm more upset with myself, and then I want to, I want to hurt that person. Yeah, <laughs> just, right. you made me feel weird. Swears he doesn't get mad at people, and I'm like, every time I hear you, sound like you mad at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I try to challenge myself to be positive. Right, we'll try. <laughs> so hard not to say negative things about people. That, that's probably a glitch on me. I don't know. You seem like one of the nicest, most easygoing guys I've ever met. Thank you. I'm working it. I could see him getting angry at people on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, so dude, obvious. Michael, what are you doing? Angela's a bitch. Leave her. That poor, that poor dude from Africa oh, and, the girl, she, and the lady from Georgia. Holy crap. Are they still oh, yeah, they're still doing their thing? Him. Oh, yeah. Who? It's Did they ever get back to the United States? It's Angela no. and Michael. No, he's yeah, still no, that, 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 uh, that emotional volatility. That uh, of uh, of what is her name again? Angela. Angela. It's like a five year old. It's like the the hot and cold that fuse is this mm-hmm. long, and and it's we're in love, we're doing this forever. I'm never gonna talk to you again. You're the worst human. How am I supposed to trust you? I can't watch those two anymore. Like last season, there are some of the storylines on. We're talking about 90 Day Fiance, and yes, we're guys, but <laughs> yeah, uh, there are some of them that I'm just so so done with them. I just fast forward. Like anything with Darcy, I just I fast forward that. They one. got the their own the show. Twins, yeah. yeah, they got their own show. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that what, what happened before it was every scene Darcy would cry. Every single scene. Ugliest cry face on the planet. And now it's to the point that whenever it's Angela and Michael, it's her storming off. It's the same thing every single time. I'm not calling her ugly, by the way. That's mean. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't stand Darcy. <laughs> you don't watch, you don't you don't watch, watch it. I just wanted to see what that felt like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Welcome to the club. What is that Darcy up to this week? I think it's not even us. a real show. This is just a joke. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We can make up names. <laughs> Hey, we're going to sit up here. We're going to talk about all this stuff. Alvin has no idea that it's all. And then Peter and Seymour. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, Lisa, what else in the news today? In the aftermath of Hurricane Laura, parts of southern Louisiana, they've become a mosquito paradise and a hell for livestock. Swarms of thousands of mosquitoes are actually killing hundreds of cows along with deer, horses, and other animals. Where? In Louisiana. Oh, okay. And it's wow. be- because of all the water that's been yeah. pooling and stagnant. Yeah. The insects have been draining blood from the animals, leaving them anemic. And some have now died from exhaustion after having to try and constantly move to escape the mosquitoes. Think of how many mosquitoes it would take to drain a cow. 
of blood. That's like full it, surface coverage. It would look that, like the cow was wearing a blanket, yep. but it's all mosquitoes. Yep. We're not even high. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> yeah. how many, many mosquitoes would it take to train a cow? <laughs> <laughs> one of the parish veterinarians says that one deer rancher in the area lost 30 of his 110 animals just to the mosquito swarms. Um, they're saying that they're um, exhausted and stressed. Livestock are already um, susceptible to these issues, but wow. um, they need to make some. needs to invent like livestock two- strength. Off, it's like yeah, <laughs> two off. two million simultaneous syringes. That's what you're, they're just like landing. Next yeah. one, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I'd never thought about that. The worst. Did you did you guys hear that earlier this year in Florida they released they released billions of genetically modified mosquitoes? No. This may not have been this year, but it was within the past few years. I think it was this year. Yeah, it was this year. Because everyone's all, really, 2020, this is the year for you to be doing that? Okay, so these are mosquitoes mosquitoes that they're trying to combat are the ones with Zika, right? Which is a really bad thing. You get it through mosquitoes. So they genetically modified a bunch of male mosquitoes that are sterile. So the idea is there's going to be... You know, the the female mosquitoes are going to mate with the male mosquitoes, but they're not going to have little mosquito babies, and that's going to cut down the number of mosquitoes. We could do that with people. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't know the long term. Uh-huh. But I agree. All, all I can think about when I hear stories like that is Jeff Goldblum. It's like, oh, my God, is life going to find a way? Like, they think they fixed these mosquitoes, but somehow they're going to have some kind of super mosquito. <laughs> that... That human idea is better than... I, I was just thinking, <laughs> testosterone has to be the worst chemical in anybody's body. How many cringy stories of you being a boy charged with testosterone can you remember that make you go, wow, I was dumb? Yeah. I feel like it's always depicted women wear the chastity belts, but if you could put metal underwear on a man until he became <laughs> 30, then you would have a human. You would have a fully developed human that didn't try to sleep with everything. <laughs> That's going to be riots at our show tonight. <laughs> 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 Comic strip, folks. Two yeah. shows tonight. So head out and see some comedy. All right. About 30 U.S. states are seeing decreases in COVID cases, but Dr. Fauci is warning that things will likely get worse in the fall, Man. urging people to treat the virus like you did all the way back in March and April. It's hunkering. I hunkered more, down. More hunkering. I'm hankering to hunker. <laughs> hanker for a hunk of cheese. <laughs> it's now been exactly six months since the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Today, exactly. Mm-hmm. Since then, 900,000 people have died worldwide, 190,000 in the U.S. alone. Still, we're hearing that uh, the president thinks the U.S. has turned in a corner in the fight and thinks it's time for us to get back and learn in person. Louisiana will be easing public gathering restrictions aimed at preventing COVID spread. But New Orleans, they're not going to be doing the same. Uh, The governor announced that the state's going to move from phase two to phase three in regulations and said that they're going to provide more information. But the New Orleans uh, restrictions consistently have been somewhat tougher than the state. So the city was the epicenter of a spring outbreak that made Louisiana one of the nation's hotspots. So the mayor of Louisiana of New Orleans is saying that they're going to go ahead and continue on with the phase two restrictions for that area um, so that they could clamp down and make sure that they do continue uh, social distancing. Dang, Louisiana is making news for a couple of like, unrelated things. Yeah. Isn't, uh, great. 
Not great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to a Saints game this year, yeah. too. So the livestock is dying. Also, we're... We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana, Florida, 2.0. <laughs> Right, Texas food chains, Fuddruckers, and Lubies. They're on the chopping block after the board of their parent company approved a plan to liquidate and sell off remaining assets amid a downturn brought on by the coronavirus crisis. The company says they're going to give between $92 million and $123 million to stockholders before they dissolve. Lubies. So there won't be any more Lubies? So this is the thing. That announcement came out. However, the COO of Lubies released a statement saying, I appreciate I appreciate all the calls, texts, and notes regarding our recent press release. Although these are shocking statements, we have 80 Lubies and Fuddruckers locations that are open to serve you. We are here today and plan to be here for a long time. Our members are delighted to serve you, and we look forward to today, the holidays, and beyond. You know, something happened... To Fuddruckers, because Fuddruckers, I I thought had delicious burgers. I know what happened to It was Duke. <laughs> Duke yeah. put them out of business. <laughs> I used to really look forward to going to Fuddruckers because I thought they had a really tasty burger. Then they must have changed who they, they their meat or changed who they were getting it from. It it just like almost overnight was not as good as it used to be. I I'm I, I would say I'm equal parts redneck and white trash like my upbringing and Luby's was where we celebrated Christmas and <laughs> Thanksgiving we were too lazy to cook but I I'm gonna miss that place well, I don't no, know why I'm not gonna so they just opened I think last week and I have not seen that place bumping that popular in a long time I was driving home I'm like Luby's oh. just opened after because of COVID yeah they opened um Dang. like last week or the week before because I remember I was driving by and the parking lot was completely full because uh. the Luby's is on my way home so I drive I buy it every day and I kept seeing it was closed still and I'm like man they're never gonna open and then nope they opened and they were crazy popular I told my friend's mom I was like Susie they're open and she's like tight we're going this week get they, ready they need their powdered potatoes and <laughs> fresh canned vegetables they ever, need it you ever get the baked white fish that they have at no. movies no never no Lisa, good? you ever got the baked white fish mm I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's good but <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom says tight what? Lisa, your mom says tight. Oh no, it's my 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 friend's mom. Oh, okay. she says tight. Ew. Yeah, Ew. <laughs> that's tight. I, I've never. My mom's like tight. No, nope. no, yeah. it's my friend's mom, and he thinks it's the weirdest thing because like he and I don't even hang out, but I still like go to brunch with his mom. And, like, oh. We go have like wine night together. He's like, "Why are you with my mother?" I'm like. She's cool. We yeah, love. cool. Cool is cool. I love yeah, Susie. Cool Betts. is cool. <laughs> Shout out, Susie. <laughs> All right. And Social Security Administration, they have released the popular baby names for this year. And there's two names they say that are getting just shunned this year, not used as much, and continuing to be on the decline. But they've also given us the top 10 for boys and girls. I'm going to well. say, like, the name Daenerys. Karen has really gone out of. Popularity. Karen has fallen twenty three spots what's on the, their list. What's the what's the white guy equivalent? Like Chad. Dennis? Chad. Chad? Yeah. Chad is the one? I didn't know. I didn't Ky know. No. No, I've heard Kyle. Kyle, Kyle is the most aggressive male name in existence. Like every Kyle I've ever met is just like, no way, bro. Like it's gotta be. <laughs> I thought Chad had been around for a while and it's kind of referring to Chad's kind more of like a the meathead. Frat boy. Yeah, frat boy, meathead. Yeah, okay, but yeah, maybe yeah. now Chadwick, after Chadwick Bozeman, I feel like that's going to make maybe it's a gonna little. It's going to spike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to spike. And Chadwick's a really nice name. Yeah. Chad? No. Chadwick. Chad yeah. That's why Buzz thought he was British. 
I did. <laughs> like, I thought he was like one of these guys that you see, and then you find out, son of a gun, he's... Lenny James is British? You know, like, I'm watching Hugh Jackman, yeah, there are a bunch of actors you don't know until you hear them talk, and you're like, what? And I fully expected Chadwick Boseman to be, like, British or whatever, and then it was like, nope, he's American. Yep. Good for us. Yeah, terrific actor. <laughs> First God. time I heard Idris Elba talk, I was in shock. Because I knew him as Stringer, Stringer Bell from, from The Wire. Yeah, that blew me away. Well, Lenny James is, played uh, Morgan on Walking Dead. I don't know if you guys ever got into Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. But then when I saw him interviewed, it clicked. He was also in Snatch. Yep. He was one of the, the guys who stole the diamond in, in Snatch. I thought you said he was a getaway driver. Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to get away from? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Have you know? I have to say it. He he is the priest on The Walking Dead. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> have you not noticed? He looks exactly like that actor. I swear. When, when we when we met, I had the goatee, and that's all. One hundred percent. I was just like, dude, Father you got to ride that wave. It's such a popular show. <laughs> brought Alvin in because remember he was supposed to be at a Comic Con a couple of years ago, and he canceled. We just call Alvin up. Yeah. I'm telling you, nobody would have known. Nope. <laughs> I would have known. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to uh, take a break. There's some. Wait, do you want to know the name? Oh, yeah. The oh, mail sorry. Name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we not just interrupt you and move on? Is that not how radio works? I, listen, I, no, I'm, no, trust me. That's exactly how this radio works. Don't, don't read too much into this, but I got my dad's name is Don, and my father in law's name was Don. I got to think the name Don has probably taken a ding or two in the past couple of years as my far as baby grandfather's names. name. Woo, Donald has fallen. <laughs> no. no. 27 Why? spots, but also they're saying the entire Trump family. Eric has dropped, Tiffany has dropped, Ivanka's <laughs> has dropped, yeah. Apparently there was another kid named Baron, he dropped as well, so uh, all the Trump names have fallen down in the popularity Yeah, I, I, I've said this before, I really have my fingers crossed that Baron turns out to be just like the most awesome human being, like he just turns out to be a great kid. Every report is saying that, they're saying that he's super funny, he runs away from his uh, the security, the he's, Secret Service on purpose to make the other kids in, cl in school laugh, because they'll see him run by the window. They That's showed funny. him walking <laughs> next, to, next to his parents, Yeah, and he's like two inches taller than... The, like he's really sprung up. I think he's going to be like six foot six. I just hope he doesn't turn out like there's Eric a choice. Don. You can be independent. Yeah. Who I, whose I, daughter is it that used her social media to get her? Kelly. Kelly. Yes. I love her, and she. I love that immediately. She's like, "Look what I did, guys!" When she watched her mom retire from her career. Yeah, I forced my mom into retirement. Look and, what I did. That's and, not the same as like I'll, painting a picture. Also, my dad's not too happy either. So win-win. Win-win. No. <laughs> that's a hero right there. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, I don't get too excited about life hacks because only about one out of twenty of them end up being cool you you ever seen the the life hacks yeah like some yeah, of them are it. like oh that doesn't really save any time do you know which one works though but you which one you wouldn't like this one because you buy the hard-boiled eggs that are already like just pre-packaged <laughs> at the <laughs> store right okay yeah they're cheap so if you hard boil your own eggs there's one run them you, under cold water no you put water in like a glass and you put the egg in there you cover it with your hand and you shake it inside the glass and the shell basically peels right off oh it is Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it is. I like the, I like the peeling experience. Do you, it's yeah. your it's your thing. Uh, you yeah. eat oranges. I can't stand oranges. There's too many steps. <laughs> no, I'm talking specifically the eggs. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just like peeling stuff. Did you ever, like, when you had glue, like when Are, you were in grade school, you'd rub it on your hands, let yeah. it dry, and then you could peel it off? Yeah, that's true. You know, you sound, have you have you ever uh, dated a woman that's a picker that likes to, like, find things on your back or, like, peel skin or try to pop pimples? Yeah, and, it's a weird thing that you, exists. Are you married though. to a pimple popper? No, no, I'm not. She wants nothing to do with that. I found my perfect woman, but I have dated women that are just like, oh, like they're yeah, excited. They're they that. see it and their eyes light up and it's like, get away from me. Don't touch me. You're weird. Like that, that, that kind of person exists. I'm sure there are women and men listening right now that love that, that, that weird, nasty, no one's supposed when, to know about it. Me and my brother were kids. We, if we ever got a splinter in our finger, my dad would get this gleam in his eye. And he would Ooh. snap into action, and he'd get the outpatient surgery. Just, he just, yeah. he just loved. I, I, it's the weirdest thing. I, I don't know what you get out of it, but they've Did got doctor. Kit? <laughs> they got Doctor Pimple Popper. The whole show, show is about Doctor Pimple Popper. You watch it. I love Doctor Pimple Popper. I've never. I the, can't. The pimples, no, but they have something on YouTube called extraction videos. Do you know what an extraction video is? I do, I do, I do, yeah. yeah. What is it? It leaves craters in people's bodies is what I'm saying. They're pulling out masses <laughs> beneath skin. Well, sometimes they're, they're wax in the ear. That's yeah. an extraction yeah. video. And there's just something... Satisfying. Soothing. There's something satisfying yeah. about it. Gross. Disgusting. <laughs> But oddly satisfying. It is. I, I've seen people like squeeze part of their cheek and it just extracts for like 30 seconds to 45 seconds of just this continual. <laughs> I know. Where does this happen? How does I, it happen? I like to focus on the relief of the patient. Precisely. I like to think of the positive. And that crater they have yeah, now to like, fill with oh. ointments and or lotions. The, or the, <laughs> like the old men that have these gigantic black heads on their nose. Yeah. yeah. They just let it let it exist their whole life. And they're like, well, now I want to have a hole there. Yeah. I'm sure they had nothing to do with it either. Third sure nostril, please. Daughter put them up to it. All yeah. right. So we were talking about life hacks. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, Sorry. you say you put a. You put an egg, a hard-boiled egg. You um, shake it up. Put it. Well, you put it with some water in a glass, and I, I think it really has to be actual glass. It can't be like a plastic cup. And then you just cover uh, the end of it with your hand, and you shake it up. And then when you pull out the egg, the shell almost peels right off. And you've done it. You can vouch for this. I have done it multiple times. Yes. And boom. No more. But you do heads. have to cook the egg properly. Like if you don't, <laughs> like if you undercook it or something, it ain't going to work. But you do have to hard-boil the egg properly. Okay. I want you to hear this. This is a guy giving a life hack. I don't know if this is a life hack or if it's uh, petty theft. It's one of uh, those two things. So let me... Uh, oh, where'd it go? Do you have it? Oh, here you go. I found it. Never mind. Listen to this guy. You may be the only person who wants to have a bunch of strangers come out and sing awkwardly to them 365 days out of the year. Yeah. Because that's usually part of the deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huge part of the deal is... Like public embarrassment, but here's your free food. I, yeah. I've definitely known people who are very loose with the, when their birthday is. Like if it's within three months, it's like, oh, it's my birthday. Give I, me my brownie. I respect people that have zero moral issues with doing <laughs> things like that. I, I couldn't. Do, I couldn't. There, I could not do that unless it was actually the my corporation birthday. will survive. Obviously, if waves of people do this, you're ruining a good thing. It's a mm -hmm. promotional thing. But if one person out there doesn't care. That's super funny to me. And share that story. The weirder, the better. You know what I mean? This this guy has hints of Nico to him <laughs> that are very exciting. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like actively pursuing rock bottom. I don't know. I love Nico so much. I really, really do. Yeah, John John uh, knows Nico. You, you got any good Nico stories? I do. I, do I, can't, I can't, can't, say, it I can't, I can't oh. say it on the air. I can't say it on the air. It's so funny, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon, what do you think about the guy who just sets up a bunch of fake... Really, do you have to provide proof, or do you think they just believe? I mean, it's you, like, dude, here you go. It's like a, it's it's like sixty cents. Here's your brownie. Or Precisely. Whatever. Yeah, if they're they're losing the four bucks and gaining a customer potentially, yeah. you know, and a tip. And also, so and so. if it's a dessert, I think that's usually you can't come come in and say, hey, give me my carrot cake. You got to have an entree in order to, yeah. get, to get the dessert, even yeah. if it is your birthday. Right? Well, is it was it friends? I'll I'll have the side salad. What will you have that on the side of? <laughs> you just can't <laughs> order the cheap stuff. Well, the key the key to it is you have to casually bring up the birthday with the the waiter or waitress. You know that way it doesn't sound like you're eager or trying to get over. <laughs> he has to act every time. He's be like, oh, you you guys do a birth? It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, well, you just bring it up like what I'm a surprise. Just, like, my my experience birthday, is that know? it's somebody in your group that does it mainly to humiliate you because nobody enjoys <laughs> having people having well, wait staff being forced to sing a, a rip-off version of Happy Birthday no. to you. No, I've done, I've done my time is what I'll say. I, I probably did 12 years in the service industry, bartending, barbacking, serving, best people in the world. Uh, that being said, <laughs> I I, I'm so glad to be away from it. Nicest people in the world, but uh, I, I legit, go ahead. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, I'm, just, I'm saying break. Oh, break. No, I'm so... It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Uh, some other 9-11 programming. ABC's got 9-11 remembered. Uh, the day we came together. That's interesting. Like, right after 9-11, like, I felt really like, oh, wow, the American people are really, really united. You know, after this, that's yeah. The American flags came out every house Everybody, on your block. People yeah. who didn't have an American flag went out and bought them. Uh, I remember both chambers of Congress, you know, Republicans and Democrats, gathering in front of the Capitol and singing "God Bless America." And I thought, you know, this is a terrible thing that happened, but at least it's united us in a way that, and this is never going away. Right. <laughs> uh, over on history, they've got nine eleven, the final minutes of Flight ninety three. And followed by 9-11, the Pentagon. So that is the programming uh, for today, uh, the 19th anniversary of 9-11. I grew up always hearing my mom, or older folks, older relatives, especially like my mom was a kid when Pearl Harbor happened. But, you know, that was the thing they'd say, oh, everybody remembers where they were. Yeah. And then people, like in my mom's generation, it was where you were when JFK was shot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing you, you found yeah. out when you, I, I think nine eleven is our, our generations that there are a few more. I mean, Michael Jackson's yeah. death. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. That one was so impactful. I cried as an adult I man. Definitely I was remember, like, what's going I, on? I in definitely the world? remember when the news broke, but I don't have like specific details. Yeah. Like I do at nine eleven. I can remember exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like that when the, when the challenger blew up, Yeah, you know, I could just, remember exactly what I was doing, but um, so next year is going to be the 20th anniversary of 9-11. 20 years We're getting passed old. already. <laughs> um, let's see what else we have going on. Last night, uh, one playoff game, the Lakers beat the Rockets 110-100. to So what? how's it going to work out? This, this they're, they're in the playoffs. This is the around the time that the preseason would be starting in a few weeks, right? For yeah. the next season. So they're doing the nineteen se- the the nineteen twenty season right now. When are they gonna start back the, the new season? They're are they looking, pushing it back? They're lo- so originally they had planned on December first being the 
kind of the restart for the next season, but they've already started to move things back because the oh. um, the draft day was originally scheduled for October 16th. They're pushing that back, and now it's looking like um, the next season isn't going to happen until after Christmas. That was kind of the day that they said yesterday was no no new season until after Christmas, and they're even talking about waiting all the way until March because the biggest thing that they want when they do a restart is they want fans in the stands and if they just have to wait it out a couple of months until there's a vaccine or until this thing is under control a little bit more they're going to be willing to wait for that that's fair are that's you good. are you an a big nba fan alvin huge nba fan. yeah yeah huge i mean i'm, I'm from chicago so sure. I, and i was you know i was a kid when, when, the, when the jordan, jordan sure. era was so i mean how I, did you like that documentary oh. that was phenomenal some of the best work that I've seen. Like, I, did you I watch knew, that? John? Yes, I knew Mike was a maniac, already, <laughs> but to to see it, it's it's interesting to me because I just love the look on his face when they're when they're asking him about Gary Payton, Gary Payton. and he yeah. just like, I didn't have no let's just say the glove was no problem. That's <laughs> it's so just like, funny. I forget that the youngest generation, like they didn't even see him play live. And yeah. so, like, they're finding out about him through this documentary. And I'm like, oh, you didn't know he scored 63 points his first time against the Celtics? And, you know, like, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's I saw some people commenting. They were like, Jordan comes off as real cocky. And I'm like, okay, either you weren't alive. Or you're right. not cocky if it's all true. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're realistic. Jordan, yeah. you know, Jordan doesn't go around saying, I'm the best that ever lived. But he could, and he'd right. be right. When but. everybody uses your name as the comparison of the He's best. the Michael of Jordan any, no, of whatever. No, I'm the Jordan of. Yeah. yeah. And that is synonymous forever because of how good and how competitive. When you see someone with that scary laser focus and you know it's a generational talent. Yeah. There I know was, that some of the objections were, like in his Hall of Fame speech, he, ta- he talked about how hard it must have been for his kids, and he talked about the guy who beat him out for the position on the JV team in high school who was there, and they were like, what a... <laughs> what a D word! And I'm like, that's his moment. Yeah, but it's all, yeah. but it's all true. He can mean, talk about what he ate last night. There's this no is hyperbole <laughs> that's what's, going on. What's funny to me is that uh, don't you all tell those stories about him getting cut from the high school team to motivate other people? So why is it rude when he actually tells his own story? <laughs> and and yeah. the guy that was on his high school team, the guy that got the spot, he knows what happened. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> He's probably fact, dined out on that his entire life. Oh, you it's know, a flex. The guy who it, made it. Yeah, sure. They made room for me on the roster. You know who got cut? Yeah, that's a that's a flex. Super awesome. Hey, 50 I, points in three decades. I once got beat in a game of 21, <laughs> 21 to nothing by Hersey Hawkins. I tell that story to this day. Wow. wow. Shout out He's in a game of 21. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, Hersey could shoot. Oh, believe me. It was like I'd played, I'd played some college basketball and played some summer league and stuff. And I. It wasn't until I played Hersey Hawkins that I realized, oh no, these guys are so much. Yeah, you're playing; they're competing. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole different. Actually, level. I'm not even sure his shoes were all the way tied. To tell you the truth, <laughs> he it was, was wearing just jeans like, and a heavy jacket. He was just, you know, he was toying with me, and it was like, oh my god. Yeah. I thought there was a big gap between high school and college. Yeah. The big gap is between college and the pros. Right. Yeah. That's when you get to somebody that's that that level, you you really realize yeah. uh where the where the talent comes in. Oh, I was never as good at anything 
than I thought I was. In retrospect, when I say, oh, I was an athlete in high school, I was like, nah, you did the bare minimum of exercising. I don't remember ever dedicating to a gym in my life. So it was just what they had in practice and whatever weights they made us move. And I thought I was competitive at the time. Uh And in retrospect, I was below average at every single thing I've ever done. (laughs) Every every quote-unquote bum that you see on the bench in the NBA was an all-American yeah, right. it, they're the best college. they've ever been, yeah. and you and you would see this person, this person live gameplay. Wow, I've never seen anything the, like that. Take the 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 guy on the end of the bench who mm-hmm. only gets in in trash time, and he looks awkward and clumsy. That dude is quick as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> if you were yes. ever, if you were on the same court yep. with him, it right. doesn't matter. Agile was, jumps through the gym, and I, I yep. mean, even like the seven foot four guys, like Chuck Nesbitt. If you were on the court with Chuck Nesbitt, <laughs> you warm would ups, <laughs> nobody misses shots. Right. Everybody on there is a sharpshooter. Everybody, yeah, it's just crazy to watch oh, people you know, at their best. You know what I what I what I do now because. You know, it's not as hard on your body. I play golf, and every now and then I'll get to where I'm like emotionally. I, I, it's not as hard on your body. <laughs> you invent new curse words with golf. Don't lie. I, I had gotten to where I was shooting pretty good scores, and I'm okay. thinking, oh man, I must be. I was watching uh, the tour championship, and one of the one of the par threes was 211 yards, and it was a isthmus green, nice. not an island. It was like it stuck out. First of all, I'd have to pull out a driver just to make sure I got it there. I could probably hit 20 shots and wouldn't be surprised if none of them got on the green. And these guys were hitting six iron, five iron. And the commentator said, you know, it's a it's an intimidating green, but so far only one player has missed all day long. And I'm like, huh? oh, my God. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where I would just have to close my eyes. It's not until you, you play, you do something with somebody who actually is great at it that you realize how far away you are from that. Mm-hmm. When you switched to fake golf commentator, I just thought, Golf can be sexy. <laughs> it was good. Did anybody else like, hey, where'd this guy come from? That was official, man. You should think about it. If you love golf, talk about it because you're all so funny. Most of the commentators are boring. That's why I like the NFL and NBA. The guys cut up a little bit. Faraday's great. You got a second career you ever, brewing. You ever see, uh, the, the best golf commentators were Faraday and uh, who's the bald guy who would do it with David Faraday? Golf never caught yeah. me. Oh, no? No. I, especially playing it. I'm garbage. I played baseball, so when I swing, I open the face of the club. So the safest place to stand when I'm hitting the ball is directly, directly in, front in front of, of me. Yeah, that's it. I've watched them walk. Can, oh. Joanna, uh, hit us with a couple entertainment stories. What's happening in Hollywood music and across the spectrum of entertainment. Sure. A TV series starring Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic is headed to Amazon, according to The Hollywood <laughs> Reporter. The Cage Project is one of two scripted series based on Tiger King, Joe Exotic, that are in the works. Kate McKinnon is set to play Joe Exotic's nemesis, Carol Bass, in, in a drama that's <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. The same one? Nicolas Cage? No, this is different a different one? one. Oh, my one. Lord. This one will be on That Eastern Nicolas Cage East. one is going to be insane. Yes. Just yeah. And that one's going to be on Amazon. Amazon's version will focus on Cage's Joe Exotic, an eccentric exotic zookeeper in Oklahoma who fights to keep his park even at the risk of losing his sanity. When is Dancing with the Stars? Next week, right? Is it? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's Monday. Oh, okay. If it's not Monday this week, it's Monday next week. Mm-hmm. But Carol Baskin is Carol one of the stars. Baskin. Yeah. 
Did you watch that? No. <laughs> no. You no. seemed like you I got excited I for have a second. No, no I, I do my I do weird things with my eyes. Oh, okay. so, yeah, I, thought, I just I wanted to it... match your enthusiasm. That's what I was told to do with everybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get in, you didn't buy no, it. I, no, I, I doubt I'll watch it. She murdered her husband and people she, should do something about it. She probably you know, didn't. there's no body. With no body, you can't prove anything. I'm okay? with mm. you. Are, you just got a lot scarier. Gee, yeah, that sweet smile is deceiving. <laughs> Bora is back following reports that a disguised Sasha Baron Cohen had been spotted around Los Angeles in full Borat attire. A collider can exclusively confirm that Borat 2 has already been shot and screened. Wasn't there a story where he had tried to Borat Rudy Giuliani and then Rudy Giuliani had him had him like escorted out of the building or something? That's I feel like that was a story yeah. a couple months ago. How can you not know who Borat is, though? It's funny. Like The element was you could sneak up on people with this character, disarm them. He but does now, these really great disguises, though. So, 100%. It's, I think it's top-tier comedy. What he's doing is so yeah, cutting-edge in my Borat. mind. No, so, but everybody should know Borat. That's like, so the details about the plot of Borat 2 are unconfirmed. However, Collider claims to have learned that now in this one, the small-town European broadcaster is now a high-profile television personality. So in the sequel, he is going undercover to be able to interview people without revealing his celebrity. Oh, so it's it's Borat, it's Borat going undercover as other characters. That's yes. funny. So remember back in June, that's he was like wheels within wheels. Like man. you can even hide that character. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the is thing? Is this a cheese? Did huh? you watch the thing he did on? I guess a Showtime. Yes. The, what was that called? We are America. We are America. Oh, he he did a bunch show. of different characters, and some of them were so. Just bizarre, the things that he would get people to buy into. Politicians and had to quit. What's that? The politicians that were on the show, they had to quit. Oh, who is America? Was what it was called. Right. What was the thing? He had the guy, like, he convinced this politician to yell out, like, like the N-word and <laughs> yeah. stuff or whatever it was. To like, a politician himself. had to yeah. had to quit his job defense. because he got he got sasha so bad. So he got hard. sasha <laughs> <laughs> It was bad. Well, remember back in June, Cohen was spotted at a right-wing event, and he was spotted trying to disguise himself as a country singer at the event, the Three Presenters Militia Group. But it's unclear if that stunt was filmed for Borat 2. Sounds like it. It sounds like I mean, it could unless have been. He, just, like, he is so on the edge of being killed. Yeah. <laughs> like when he made out with that guy in the middle of the Pentagon at that UFC, he staged it and he just started oh, yeah. rolling around with the shirtless guy and making out. I'm like, that was in Bruno. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where they, but he just gets it. Where they took him over to the Palestinian side and he, he was Bruno like with this with this PLO terrorist. Yes. You remember that? That yes. was also for Bruno. That's That's one where I'm like. That takes, I mean, whether you like Sasha Baron Cohen or not, <laughs> yes. that takes a lot of huevos. Oh, yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going to talk uh, about Save El Paso Breweries. And uh, we, we've got the uh, guys from uh, Dead Beach, which is now a world-famous brewery in El Paso. We've got uh, Justin. Jason is here. Gabe, good to see you, Gabe. Make sure that microphone, Veronica is here, by the way. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Surprise, Veronica! Morning. I didn't know Hi. we were going to see you today. Yes, of course you're going to see me. Yeah. I'm with Dead Beach. Are you? Yeah. What do you do? I do all the beer selling. The beer selling? Yeah. Well, you, you're giving it away free. Dude. <laughs> you're not doing a very good job today because you gave me free beer. Uh, so who who wants to tell us about Safer Breweries? First of all, let's talk about uh, Dead Beach. Dead Beach is doing curbside pickup, right? 
That's not right. open, not not open to come in and drink or eat inside not as yet. of yet. Un- unfortunately, we are not open to come in and drink, but uh, you can you can come pick it up. We'll bring it right out to your car. All right. Uh, what what do you do online? Order on phone. Absolutely. What's the best way? Uh, both. Uh, give, give me those contacts. Definitely then. prefer you go to www.deadbeach.com uh, to place your order. Um, Got a menu of your drinks there? Absolutely, menu of drinks and food. Um, we have some delicious food as well. Uh, you can also call, uh, you, you can give us a call at uh, 855-915-BEER, um, and that's how you that's how you get us. I, I want to uh, talk about the uh, Save El Paso's breweries. So what are we doing? There are a lot of breweries. Uh, Jason, do you want to take this one, or is Veronica, whoever? Yeah, I'll take it. So we are um, doing Save El Paso breweries tomorrow, which is September 12th, and we're super excited about it. Uh, we are collaborating with all of the other breweries in town, and uh, really this is kind of a, a focus on Safe Texas breweries. So we haven't been able to be open through the pandemic, and it's been it's been a little rough, you know? We're, we're used to having people in the brewery, having the vibe, and, and a lot of people, every day, people are coming to our doors, pulling on it, and you know, like, you guys are closed, and mm. and it's a governor's order. So, you know, we're trying to put focus on that. We do have information online on Facebook to call the governor, let the governor know that breweries should be open, um, and really save your local craft beer. So tomorrow, all of the breweries, it's going to be... Um, El Paso Brewing Company, Old Sheepdog, Blazing Tree, us, of course, and Aurelia's. Everyone's going to have a a special going on, and we're asking um, all of El Paso to drink local. It's a huge drink local day. Um, Place your orders, come curbside pickup, and, and, you know, give us a a honk as you drive by, and we bring out your beer. It'll be fun. So it's not centralized in one place. It's like each of the breweries serving their stuff up and curbside pickup. Right. It's literally called a drive-by. So you drive by your absolute favorite brewery and then support the others, hit up the other side of town, and just take a drive all of Saturday and pick up some favorite beer and stock up your, your coolers. All right. Gabe, you want to talk to me about the uh, the beer that Alvin and I are drinking uh, right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we just came out. Silent Disco. Silent Disco. So we just came out with uh, this one. This is a kettle sour, so it's definitely a little bit on the tartar side. Can I tell you what what my impressions of it are? Tell me. It's like wine. It's, oh, it yeah. has kind of like a whiny. I'm not using the right terms because I'm not a no, no, no. beer well, expert like you are, yeah. but it's kind of whiny, right? Uh, yeah. So it's real low in ABV. It's about a, a 4.5, but uh, it's a it's a Belgian kettle sour. So it's got that tartness with it, and we actually add the lactose uh, milk sugar with it. So that milk sugar kind of coats your mouth and gives it a nice little boldness. We added a whole bunch of fruit to this one. We added yeah, uh, fruity, very fruit, fruity, super fruity. So we added banana passion fruit, uh, strawberry, and uh, pink guava. So I get smells of peaches and stone fruit and all sorts of, of amazingness. But yeah, this is definitely a juice bomb, a fruit bomb. Have you guys, uh, or is this on this on the uh, planning, getting your beers in, in shelves and stores and liquor stores and things oh, yeah, like that? Absolutely. Has it happened or you're hoping it does? Uh, not quite yet. Everything in the market right now is draft. So a lot of our stuff are at our local restaurants uh, and, and just different restaurants. As soon as the bars open again, then hopefully we can start flowing with everybody else. Jason, what do you yes. what do you have to let us? Do? Come on in, Jason. How's it going, everybody? Good morning. <laughs> I feel like I need to liven this up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, please. Yeah, for sure. Right, put some. Come put over here. Your voice is smooth. You yeah, should marry Jason's, it. Right. Jason's when he got started a smooth talking, voice. Did anybody else want to like cuddle up with a book and like roll? <laughs> it was yeah. so little good. Actually, it's nice. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, that was in there. So good morning, everybody. Yeah. 
So I am kind of here to drive El Paso. Like, do you guys love El Paso? Love El Paso. From El Paso. Love it. I am too. And and with the pandemic, obviously everything went way out of whack. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, lately I drive around, I, I look around, I see what's busy, I see what's open. Um, obviously we would love to be open, but we can't right now. Um, like Veronica was talking about. You know, there's something that bothers me. I'm from El Paso. I love El Paso. And I see everybody spending money at places that are not local. Mm. And I get it. I understand it. Like, we grew up with franchises. We grew up with corporations. We grew up with um, a it's bunch in the, of It's in the comfort businesses. zone. You know right? what I mean? It's, it's stuff. It's, you know it. It right? is. It's our comfort zone. But I'm here to encourage El Paso to support El Paso. So, you know, we talked about beer being on the shelves tomorrow as you save el paso breweries if you're going to a circle k or you're going to a convenience store grocery store none of our beer is there um you got to come see us you got to seek out your local places and it's not honestly you know this is save craft beer but i'm for el paso like it's we are el paso for el paso and so I'm talking about local restaurants. I'm talking about local retail shops. Like El Paso needs you right now. So you guys get out there and go find your local places and go spend your money there. El Paso needs you right now. This so. would be, a, I think, a good opportunity. And Veronica, you could you could expound on this. If if you haven't, you know, gotten a growler at a place, Brandon does it all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah, buddy. Yes. Brandon's all about getting those growlers. If you feel growlers, baby. If you Thursday's haven't done it, tin man. or if you haven't come for any of this craft beer, this is a good good time to do it. Go out and try it out, and I think you'll be converted. I think maybe Absolutely. that'll. If you're a beer lover, that's the kind of thing you'll you'll you, then that will be in your comfort zone. Absolutely. If you love fresh, you can't get fresher than your local craft brewery. <clears throat> Excuse me. We literally fill up the cans with our own hands. Like this is not something that's trucked in from another city or another state. This is something that's literally made right here. We use El Paso water, the same water that you guys are using to drink every day. Like we use El Paso water. We are local. We're here, you know, so <clears throat> excuse me, just I encourage you to check it out because I do believe too uh when you drink a craft beer, if you're not familiar with it, you're going to feel better. Um, your your money is going to go a lot further for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Let, let, let me get Absolutely. to a big selling point. Yeah. Maybe you're too yes. modest to yes. say yes. it, but there's Talk a lot of alcohol in this. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There's a there's a lot more alcohol than what you're used to. That's, that's Instead of drinking matter. a six pack to get a, you'll get the same thing from. What have I had? Half a can here. Yeah. I'm well on my way, guys. Well, and, it's Friday. And kind of to expand to what you're saying, obviously we're trying to call all of the beer lovers um, out tomorrow and to come support every single brewery. Obviously, this is not just about Dead Beach. This is about every brewery in town. And we want to we wanna make sure we amplify that. We are all in it together. We're all supporting each other uh, right now. Um, and, and for those that are new and those who, you know, who just love us in general, everyone's going to have a special. So um, if you do check out com, you can have you can see what specials are listed there. 
If it's not buy one, get one half off growlers, $9.15 off growler fills. Everyone's doing something to even capture a new audience. If maybe you haven't yet tried us, which I don't know why you haven't, um, come out and try us. And we do have some really, really cool specials. Um, every single brewery will be uh, hosting. So if you go to Dead Beach, you can uh, pick out what you want. You can put the order in there. You'll have it boxed up, ready for them to go, no matter how big or small the order is. Yes, right? we are going to have a coupon code, or a code, I should say, that you can use online, which is SAVE915. We're going to make that active tonight for any of our early birds that want to come, maybe before any working shifts tomorrow or something like that. We'll start pickup at 11. Um, most of the breweries are open from 11. Some go all the way till 10. And it, just check out every brewery's hours. Um, of course, if you come by us, it's from 11 to 7. Uh, and that discount code, like I said, will be valid tonight for pickup starting tomorrow. Justin, I, I think that one of the reasons uh, the breweries have been hit hard is because breweries focus on, on the beer. That's what it's all about. I yeah, guess there exactly. are some that serve food, but you know the, the focus at, at, at Dead Beach is definitely the beer. So right. you don't have that safety net of, oh, okay, well, we're serving food as well. Although I've had some delicious tacos at your place before anyway. Oh, we do our own brisket as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we smoke our own uh, brisket. We smoke our corn. We smoke our ribs. We smoke uh, our turkey. Uh, yeah. How far would you be from from opening as you know a restaurant? Because a lot I know a lot of uh, bars, not necessarily breweries, but bars have all of a sudden. Well, we, we're taking these steps. We're a restaurant, mm-hmm. and we're allowed to open. Are you guys? way away from that or pretty close or could you do it or are you not interested in doing it no we're we're a manufacturer we we make beer and we yeah. sell we sell way more than 51 uh, percent yeah, right so be, see that's tough for a brewery be, it would right. be a stretch right. for us to to say you know we're a restaurant and we sell we really want to be true to the business i mean changing what you know, changing what you say you are is really changing your business, and we're in the business of beer. Um, it kind of to ex- expand. Right? That. Yeah, I always I, I got to jump in here because I am uh, uh, super huge on what we do, and we make beer. It's always beer first, and so when people ask that, because we get that question quite a bit, I tell them it's kind of like going to a car dealership for the car wash. You know, if we're selling more food than we are beer, then we're in the wrong business. I'm a chef by trade. I love food. I've owned a restaurant. That's like what I grew up doing. And so believe me, I am a huge supporter in food, but we sell beer. We we stay true to what we do, and that's beer. Is there, um, like if you were to go to deadbeach.com, could you find out all the information about the other breweries? Or is yeah. there a central place to go and find all this stuff? Yeah, out? so uh, everything is at saveelpasobreweries.com. Um, and all, like I said, we are all supporting each other. Everybody's going to be talking about what all the other breweries are doing. But go to saveelpasobreweries.com. It is actually hosted on our site, but all of the other breweries are listed on there. We're all comrades here, so it's time for us to stand together. And hopefully we'll see everybody tomorrow come out, drive by. I know it's a funny name, but drive by. Make sure you support local. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming by. I saw some other beers I over there. I want to ask but a question. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is this literally a variety six-pack? Yes. Correct. Yes. Guys, I'm putting it on the, the, on the camera right now. Six different beers. <laughs> right. You normally can't. You can't get that at a it's grocery awesome. store. So, a couple extra bucks. It's for a great cause. And literally, this is the spice of life, this variety. I love it, and it's so locally named. I love that you hit it right on the nose. Like, 
I actually looked up what because I've heard Chuko Town and I looked it up. It is not when I, you're I, from I, here. So, <laughs> Wait, get on Mike Stringer. I'm to be nice. I've walked out to audience like it's so good to be back in Chuko Town, and then I Googled it. and I'm like, ooh. Wait, is Chuko bad? It is not. Wait, 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 John. They're saying everybody here is saying it's not bad. Then it's like maybe I shouldn't say it. If you're not from here, I'll say don't say it. I do love I love El Paso. It's one of my favorite places in the country to come and perform. You guys are. Thank you. It's an amazing place. It's, it is. We it. are Chuco Town, and we're the borderland, and we're, you know, we've got our Passes sister city. Yeah, we're, right. we are so unique in Veronica. How much of that we are? It's left. amazing. So thank you for that. Oh, dude, no, yeah. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I love what you guys are doing. I can tell how passionate. About you half. You can tell when someone is doing exactly what they were supposed to do because their eyes light up. They're excited <laughs> to be here. No, dudes that make beer don't wake up at 8 a.m. for no reason. <laughs> There's an opportunity to do something good. Drink something better than what you're getting at the Guys, stores and support a good company. Veronica says I've drank about half of this that you brought in. What's the what's the content on this? Uh, four point three. Yeah. Oh my Ooh, god, that a half a can of four point yeah, three? Like, it's like it's like breakfast. I would not operate can. a forklift right now. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Dude, my green tea's got more alcohol than that. <laughs> well, it's it's early in the morning. What's the what's the highest content you have? Ooh, well, we do a lot of stuff with barrels, so sometimes our beers can go into the barrel uh, about 10 or 11%. They probably won't raise too much more than that, but we're coming out with a beautiful uh, imperial chocolate stout that was aged in uh, dickle barrels that came out to a 12%. You fudge it a little bit, don't you, Gabe? You make it lower. No, no, no. You make it lower than it really is, American Motor Companies, like in the 80s, they had to downplay the horsepower. They had the EGR block. That's you. I know it. This is a nine. This is a nine five if I've ever had one. I'm telling you guys. All right, uh, deadbeach.com. That's a great place to go find out everything that's going on. Hold on. I want more information on that beer he was just talking about. That's right. The, uh, uh, the, the murder. You, Gabe yes. can't hear you. Brandon wants to know more about that high content. That's that's right in my alley. That's, oh, yeah. So that one is actually our our uh, our next uh, showcase beer that's going to come out on Wednesday. So it's beautifully. It's been in the barrel for two years. Uh, we actually uh, didn't do anything. A lot of times people like to blend it, add vanilla, add everything. Really, the beer time and temperature were so great together that all we did was bottle it and we waxed it and we had a beautiful local artist uh, do the art for us. Uh, Gabriel Marquez, and it's just phenomenal. What's it called? Um, so keep an eye, ear, mouth out. Gabe doesn't have headphones the on. The beer is called, called Murder. It's called Murder. 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 Uh, and uh, Wednesday, uh, you know, yes. A flock of ravens is a murder. <laughs> what is it, Brandon? Wednesday, correct, is when we can expect that. Uh, when is the when is the murder going to be available? It's going to drop on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Um, that's actually at 7 p.m. Excuse me. That's our pre-sale, uh, and that one's going to fly off the shelves. So be ready. Hey, I want everybody to give yourselves a hand because this is officially Reserve the most people we've back. had. This is the most people we've had in the studio in the year 2020. Yeah. The most people that have been in the studio at one time. So thank you guys for dropping by. Thanks for the beers. Thank you. Thank and everybody, go to Dead Beach. You can find out what's going on with all the other breweries too at Absolutely. that location, DeadBeach.com. Thanks, for guys. Sure. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, so let me give you some more details. Uh, tomorrow, it's Save El Paso Breweries. These are places that are committed to beer, brewing beer. John, you brought up a good point. When when those guys, all of them, every one of them, when they talk about beer, they're so passionate about it. I could talk I about wish I comedy would. all day, and my eyes light up, and we talk about it like the art of it, and I saw the same in them, and it just makes me so happy to see people find their groove. Yeah, so Texas beer lovers, these uh, breweries, 
that specialize in brewing, uh, we got to save them. So tomorrow, you know, maybe this will be your entree into craft beer and local beer. Get some from some of these participating breweries. Dude, that new murder one they're kind of releasing on Wednesday sounds so good. You like you like really dark, thick beers. I do. Like I've kind of. Hmm. I mean, it kind of depends. Like there's you know times where I'm in like an IPA mood, but for some reason recently I've been like a stout, like real like thick, high alcohol content. Oh, it's so good. He's a stout, thick boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's See, a new I found genre. Out, I found <laughs> out that I liked sours, and I didn't know that. And I always thought, oh, no, I hate sours. They're so gross. And then after a while, finally, like, Gabe told me, he's like, dude, you realize you've been drinking sours this whole time. I'm like, what? Alvin, the one we're drinking, I think of is pretty sour. It is phenomenal, the yeah. silent disco deal. Silent and normally disco. I'm I'm not crazy about sours at all, but this this was, it was smooth. You kind of lit up. I, you're, you must be a beer fan, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, but I, I like fruity beers. Like that, that's you know the way they described it sounds like sangria beer. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it, it's so good. It, 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 I don't I don't want to uh, disrespect it. Like it, it, it tastes almost like a, a sour patch kid in a way. Like, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good sell point. Yeah, I was Whoa. like, that's actually a selling point there. I, My sure I didn't want to disrespect anybody because you know people no. think they're complimenting. Cops. Right, they're putting in organic fruits and you're comparing it to like yeah. the worst <laughs> trash candy in the world. <laughs> It'll so, wear a hole in your mouth. I'm a you big know? fan of trash. Trash candy. I, trash I, things in general. I found that the... Trash candy. Well, well, this, does, this may not apply to all the beer guys, but the beer guys that I like, Gabe is kind of like the sommelier of beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> they're a little snobby, but they're not. They're they're totally willing to help somebody along. Oh, like, I could know. tell. I could tell that if he spoke the way that it comes to him naturally, verbally, the way he would communicate what's in the beer, it would be numbers and figures and mm. formulas we wouldn't understand. Sugar percentages. He's painfully and... smart. I could tell. Oh he, no, he's so. Good. And then he'll try and explain things sometimes to me, and yep. I just look at him over like, your head. Oh yeah. So it's drinkable. Go, exactly. <laughs> I did beer tasting with those guys, and they tried to explain things to me and I'm all, but I'm going to get drunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds all good and all that at the end like, of the day. Will yeah. everybody in the room look better to me or not? Like, <laughs> I honestly thought so that's that, a the, selling point. that the the beer volume, I thought the percentage was going to be something around nine. Yeah. Maybe it's just Maybe it's just because I'm tired. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 really kicked it my ass. Slight yeah. increased Drink your altitude. Soy latte. Yeah. I, I finished the latte. Like it sped that process up too. I feel like <laughs> like an energy beer. Like this is it's you're really like I'm good. ready. Yeah, that's funny. no. They yeah they have one called Pink 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 and it's like a raspberry sour and I'm obsessed with it. That's the one I always drink. Oh So nice. this the silent disco sounds sounds pretty good. So it was great seeing Veronica. So Veronica, uh, uh, I in. thought she I I thought Veronica was Joanna, my wife. Because just based on hair color, height, build, and she had a mask and, and an mask. outfit, I could totally see Joanna wearing. So I we, came out of the bathroom. You think we flew your wife in to surprise no, I you? Thought, I thought Joanna was just messing with me because I could see her showing up and hey. then being like, I heard you talk about 90 Day and no, you don't know anything. Uh, so when I stepped out of the bathroom, there was a moment where I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, you're not her. So yeah. so I told John, like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, as he said that's line. a good pickup line. I was like, well. Oh. Okay. If it works oh, for you. I thought you were my wife. My bad. So Veronica. <laughs> that mask. Alvin the homewrecker. Veronica. <laughs> Veronica was our, our director of promotions. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened? Yep. The pandemic happened. We weren't doing promotions. She's one of our most valued employees. Yeah. Oh. We had to downsize her. 
which is not something we no, want to do. No, no, no. I can tell right away. But it she's was a committed. Yeah. It came from way up. So, yeah. you know, she's landed on her feet and she's with Dead Beach. I'm not so surprised. It was great you to can't see that stop happen. a hustler. It was so good yep. to see her. Which is probably a dream for her because <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is she's with all the events that we've had with uh, Dead Beach, they've worked very well together. She's very good with numbers. She's very good with events and things like that. So it's it's a wonderful fit. And so when when I heard that she got it, I was like, dude, yes, that's yeah. We got, were like, yeah, she would. So and she's probably stoked. She's all bye. <laughs> so what we know tomorrow is that hundreds, possibly thousands of El Paso residents will be driving around with alcohol, riding shotgun, <laughs> unopened. So it's another unopened. Get it home. <laughs> it was unopened when we sold it to him. <laughs> To go cups, everybody. Officer, you don't understand. I was at a drive-by. <laughs> you know, with, with the pandemic going on, I, I know so many people. You know, I, I know a lot of comics, and it's really hit them. You know, oh, not, not everybody has a million dollars to fall back Live on. performances yeah. got wiped off the map, period. But, but, you know, people in the service industry, and so many people got hit. So I'm very lucky. Uh, Joanna and Lisa, Brandon, myself, we, ha- we haven't missed any work, but it has been hard mm-hmm. seeing some of our coworkers who are super valuable mm-hmm. and that we're used to seeing every day. And you wouldn't know just by listening that so many people that do the things behind the scenes mm-hmm. had gotten laid off. And it's just you know heartbreaking. And when we're able to pick somebody back up, which we did uh, last week with Sal, how mm-hmm. great is it to see oh, Sal, yeah, Sal Montez Sal. around, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, How convenient now, so, too, because he has to work for the other morning show right now. I I would say, look, I want to see more of that, and I think the way to do that is to follow the directions uh, from the CDC. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're saying wear a mask, maybe it doesn't make sense to you. Do it anyway, because I think, you know, people like Sal and other people that work with us are going to get back to work sooner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look. I see all kinds of crazy things getting posted on social media. Let's follow the rules. Let's see if we can all work together as a team. Even if you don't believe in it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Personal know? responsibility some, at this point. Right. That was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> drunk me cares. Let's. I'm always interested to find out. What people are watching on TV because this is this is peak TV. This is the golden age of television. So we, we already we've already established ninety day fiance for sure. <laughs> but is there anything that you've you've watched on TV that that you've really gotten into and you would recommend? Letter Kenny. Yeah, you know, you're not the great. first person. I've heard that from a half a it, dozen people who said that hilarious. I would love it. It's such... You've seen uh, it, Brandon? Yeah. It's, it's, it's out just, of it's nowhere. Super dry humor. It's, it's it was weird. done on a, on a low budget. Yeah. It's very independent feeling, and it's one of the funniest things I have ever seen, and there are like eight seasons. I think somebody compared it to... I think it was Steve Trevino. Somebody compared it to Trailer Park Boys. And Napoleon a, Dynamite yeah, had a baby. I, I wasn't a big fan of Trailer Park Boys, so I don't think that was it's the better. best recommendation. It's better. And I love Trailer Park Boys. I, it's hard to compare the two because they're two animals, but it is better because it's more palatable to more people. However, it's not the most accessible humor, which makes it, when you get it, like, you, does anyone here like Tim and Eric? I might be alone on this. Awesome Tim and, show. Tim and Eric's awesome. It, nobody likes it. And every time I suggest it, I feel like I look like an idiot, but it's the funniest thing in the world to me. This is not that. This is is funny for everybody. It's very smart, sharp writing. It's not just absurd to be absurd. It's so good, and they cover like social issues so delicately, well written. I don't know. I I just discovered it, and I feel like an idiot for not knowing about it. But it's so funny. 
let's take out of the equation things like Office and you know the best uh, shows ever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, something that's a little more off the beaten path. Is there is there anything, Alvin, that you would recommend? Well, um, during the pandemic, I watched all seven seasons of Veep. I had never seen it before, and it see, was, that's a good example. That yeah, I'm yeah. About. it's not sneaky as well. good. I mean, it was super beloved by the. You know, by the critics, and it yeah. won a ton of awards. But yeah. that's a good recommendation there. Yeah, I didn't know. I I had no idea it was that funny. I mean, it's laugh out loud, keep you awake, binge watching, hilarious. And Julia Louis Dreyfus is a gem. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, always. Brandon, anything that we haven't mentioned before that you want to throw out there? I started watching Cobra Kai, and I'm hooked. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I Cobra, love Kai Cobra Kai? Is? Kai. I haven't seen it. I haven't it's, started it. I will. It's, it's so good. It was recommended so like six months ago. I know. I've I've had or my, eight months. My yep. social media feeds have been littered with people saying, "Oh, this is amazing! This is the best show ever!" I was starting to think somebody was paying people to post so much on social too. media. It's it's surprisingly funny too. On top of it, like they've now got the, quite the, a bit of humor. The way I described it to Brandon was. The acting is like something you'd see in an after-school special. Like the acting is not great, and it's really cheesy. And the, the writing terrible. It, yeah, so there's so many <laughs> terrible aspects of it, but it's it is great. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it has a really interesting plot line because right. the beginning is you have this kind of nerdy kid who's getting beat up by these bullies, and he links up with Johnny Lawrence, the bad guy, the bully, Cobra yeah. Kai. But then you have. Uh, Daniel LaRusso, who's supposed to be the good guy, he was the Karate Kid. He's kind of an a hole, right? And his his son is just. Do you want to smack oh, his the hell kid out of that awful. kid? Yeah. And it's just and wait, whose kid? LaRusso, his, yeah. his younger son. Oh, that punk. Oh, <laughs> right. Get off, so, and get off like, your right? phone, kid. As I'm watching it, I think your father's first, providing a beautiful life for you, and you just want to be on your phone the whole time. <laughs> when I first started watching it. I'm like, oh god! Like Buzz was right. This is terrible. The acting is awful. The dialogue is not the way people speak in any way, shape, or form. But then all of a sudden, I was three episodes in, and I'm like, I can't turn it off. <laughs> this is amazing. They, yeah, I, they did a Wicked on it. That's where I call Wicked when you take a well-known story, but you make the the bad guy seem like the good guy, right. and the good guy seem like the bad guy. Right. So they have totally Wicketed. Uh, <laughs> uh, karate well, kid. Well, sort of, yeah. because he. There's moments where you feel bad for him, and there's moments where you feel sympathetic towards him. But the underlying all of it, you're like, well, he never. He still is that guy. He mm. is. Still, He's still kind of a bully. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how uh, Breaking Bad made you fall in love and follow an antagonist the whole time. You're just like Walter White. He's doing the work of the world. No, he's right. creating drugs. Right. Right. You guys well, ever check spoiler out, alert. Have you guys ever checked out The Boys, which is something... Oh, I love The Boys. I'm four episodes in. Really good. Uh, season first season? season two. What's that? First season? Yeah, first season. Okay, well, the I'm, new I'm season, season just two. started. It's uh, phenomenal. The new season's phenomenal, it's too. It's good. Yeah. This is, this is uh, what Joanna just sent me. What is it? We can't see it. <laughs> so, okay, I'll describe it. It's a, how Americans see the USA, and it's got Henry Cavill as Superman. Yes. And then it's like... U- oh. USA in reality. And Homelander? It's, it's Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yep. It's great. I was arguing with a friend yesterday because we're saying, we're like, what's going to happen today? Are they releasing episodes on Thursday? Fridays. Well, no, because the thing is, last, last week they said Friday, but they were all available on Thursday. Yeah, Ooh. I texted Buzz and Brandon. I'm like, yo, the boys is out, though, at 7 p.m. Oh. So I didn't. I was Thursdays check. is for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's for the boys. Yeah, no, I, I didn't check last night, though, because I was like, no, I don't need to stay up late watching this right now. 
I, I love the spin that they put on, you know, if there were superheroes, mm-hmm. they would get special treatments like athletes and movie stars do. Mm-hmm. Totally. And guess mm-hmm. what? When you get special treatment, you don't always handle that responsibly. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are these superheroes that it's like, like A-Train, you could see him as a cocky, out-of-control athlete, mm-hmm. you know? And Homelander is just a psychopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if, go if you haven't checked it out, if you're putting it off for some for some reason, like if, if you don't have, uh, what is it, Hulu? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. If you don't have it, I understand that. But if you have it and you can watch it, I recommend you. Let me see. I was like, I have the Amazon Prime on my phone because I I watch TV at the gym sometimes when I'm like doing cardio, and the boys is oh, it says Fridays. So maybe maybe they just did it like as a tease for last week because it was the first. That could have been too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Adam Sandler, I I have a real conflicted thing with Adam Sandler. Everybody says he's the nicest guy in Hollywood. And I've loved some of his movies. You know, Waterboy. Happy Gilmore's great. I like his dramatic roles better than any of his funny roles. Did you see Uncut Spanglish Gems? Spanglish and... Huh? Did you see Uncut Gems? I loved it. Punch Drunk Love? Loved it. Okay, so Adam Sandler made a, a joking threat that yeah. if he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for Uncut Gems, he was going to put out the worst Adam Sandler movie of all time. He wasn't joking, it doesn't look like, because somebody sent me the trailer <laughs> for his new Netflix movie. I love him. That's Hubie funny. Halloween. So what it I'll show you just a little bit of it. What it looks like is if somebody were to do a parody of an Adam Sandler, it's like parody everything about an Adam Sandler. Okay, you got a man child, yeah, he's possibly mentally disturbed, right? He's got a speak speech impediment. Does he still live at home? Yeah. He still lives at home. The whole thing. I just want you to check out a little bit of this. <laughs> oh God! He's the I Dewey character. I'm, I'm 100% in on this already. I've seen 20 seconds, and I'm a fan. What's the fake scary movie? And the guy plays the cop Dewey. Um, scary scary movie. movie. No, no, the oh. fake one. Uh, scary movie. Oh, uh, yeah. You no, know the one I'm talking Scream about. Scream is the real one. Scary oh. movie. Yeah, scary movie. Scary movie is the parody. Yeah. Okay, okay. So scary movie Dewey. The do do do. Like right, he's that's supposed- who he's. Yeah, it's a, it's such a parody. Right. It's like a parody of the water. Right. Boy. <laughs> I think he actually followed through. I think he said, "I'm going to intentionally make the worst it, movie," and it looks he well did executed. It. <laughs> it does. Right now, I'm like, I could watch that. I absolutely love. Uh, uh, what was that actress's name? Uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Love her. Anything she's in is so funny. Uh, so anyway, you might want to uh, check that out. It's Netflix's Hubie Halloween, oh, yeah. and Adam Sandler exacts his revenge for not getting an Oscar <laughs> nod. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. The uh, new Marilyn Manson has dropped today. Lisa, you're a Manson fan, right? Brandon, are you a Manson fan? <laughs> I think she thought the show was over. Oh, <laughs> what do you what do you think of uh, what do you think of Manson's new album? Um, you Be know, honest I have, with us. I haven't heard the whole thing uh, yet, um, but I'm excited. I do like the first single that we've gotten from him. Would it, Would it be fair to say that that's a lot more kind of melodic? It is melodic, but he does say that the album has like different um, acts almost. He says that he puts it into three different acts. So there is almost like an A and B side. So there is more songs that are a little bit slower, more melodic. But then he has other songs that do get harder. So it's almost like um, he said like a cleansing to a rebirth to a moving on to a different moment. So the album's going to take. My God. I I know Hot Topic's excited. They got their new soundtrack. (laughs) 
next 12 months are Hot covered. Hot Topic is not what it used to be. <laughs> I know it's not. I saw a meme the other day, and it was a picture of a grandma, and it's like, back in my day, Hot Topic was a goth store, yeah. and yep. it's like, sure, grandma. Hot Topic is a lot more about Umbrella yep. Academy than it's about Bill <laughs> these days. All right, have a great one, John. Thank you for dropping by. Alvin Williams and John Strong. Thank you, you so much for having me at the El Paso Comic Strip this week. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you Monday. So long.